You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Welcome to Band Geek. This is episode 71. I'm Richie Castellano, and I have a very uh, motley crew joining me today. Uh, my own little Suicide Squad, or Justice League, should I say? What do you think, Muff? Which one do you like better? Neither of those. Okay. <laughs> Neither of these. Um, this, you knew this was coming, Band Geek fans, uh, and a few of you were asking me about it. You know, when are you doing your Batman vs. Superman review? And that is right now. And another thing I want to say, before you go any further, spoilers. Like, a lot. Like, we're going to talk about the entire movie. I'll, at one point, we'll probably, you know, <laughs> recite the plot of the movie. So, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, if you were on the fence about going to see it, go see it. And then, if, or if you have no interest at all, then you can listen to us talk about it and be completely lost. But... I'd say go see the movie because we're about to discuss it in detail. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure you've already seen it because they made $160 million this weekend. Yeah. Despite, despite. Domestic. And if you listen to a, a program called Band Geek, you know, chances are a lot of you have, have seen this movie. Yeah, it's weird. For a, a podcast about music, um, you guys certainly like episodes where we don't play anything and just talk about stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is going to be more on the geek side of Band Geek today. I mean, we had a... Uh, jam-packed band-oriented episode last week, so we're balancing things with just a you know conversation, and it, I think this is going to get pretty pretty tense. Uh, but let me let me say let me say who's here today. It's me. Let me say who's here today. Uh, with me is Jarrett Pressman. That's who I'm talking to. Woo! Yeah. Part of my clothes aren't on. This is actually true. Yeah. Guess and, which uh, part? <laughs> uh, my wife Anne Marie Castellano. Hey. Yeah. My buddy and my cousin, Phil Castellano. Hey, what's up? And we have two first-timers joining us. On Team Superman, we have... That's right, you're representing Team Superman today. Okay. We have the... Now, this is very funny because I have two... Superman underwear, then. I, I, I bring two musicians on the show, and we're not going to play music. We're going to talk about fucking comic book heroes. <laughs> and that's, that's okay. And, and everybody's totally fine but with how, that. How long have you been doing Band Geek now? Two 71 years? episodes. Two, two years? So that's how long it took you to ask us to come on. Cool. We should leave now. <laughs> Not only how, that's how long it took him to ask us to come on, but... To then have us come on and, and talk about comics and, talk about and not play any music. Yeah. Forget about the fact yeah. that I taught him okay. his father's story. I have drumsticks. But, but, but to be fair, <laughs> wouldn't you much rather talk about comic book things? That's don't. That's not, that's, that's, that's not applicable to this conversation. Right because now. it's yes. Because the answer. Because is seventy yes. other episodes were not comic book based. Well, some of them are. Some uh, of them are. <laughs> like sixty three of those. Episodes. And this episode is going to kill episode sixty nine. Uh, so the, the gentleman on Team Superman is Ray Magnuski, other uh, otherwise known today as Fucking Ray. Woo! Oh, thank you. And representing Team Batman, the amazing, the incredible Adam Hecht. 
or as we will call him for the rest of the day, Opinionated Adam. I can't even say it. Opinionated Adam. There we go. There you go. <laughs> opinionated Adam Hex. Ooh. Um, do you guys have uh, Twitter handles or anything? Are you on Twitter? I am, but I have no idea what it is right now. <laughs> okay. That's good self-promotion, Ray. Uh, and you have one. I do have one, and I do want everyone to know that I did change it this morning to be opinionated <laughs> Adam, just to keep You know what? Then the after mind. this episode, look for at fucking Ray, because that's what I'll just change it to. A G or just the N? Like well, fucking yeah, well, or I, fucking? I, I might not get away with the G, so we'll, we'll leave the G out. We'll go fucking Ray. How about fuggin? Like F-U-G-G-I-N? Or effin? Like, oh, effin Ray. Yeah. Yeah, E-F-F-I-N? But that makes me look like, you know, like a chocolate lover, like fudgin. Like fudgin Ray. Wow. Okay, so Batman versus Superman. A little backstory here. Before, if you haven't seen this movie and you're still listening, stop. <laughs> go, go watch the movie. But also, before you see that movie, you really have to see Man of Steel. Because this movie basically pours right out of Man of Steel into this movie. They dump you from the end of that movie into this. Um, so, little backstory. There's the Superman that we all know uh, from the 70s uh, with Christopher Reeves. And and who likes – do we all like that movie here? Because yes. I, love, I love those of movies. Save yeah, it's great. him. Yeah. That's the whole reason I even became a Superman fan. I mean – I saw the movies before I read the comics. You're, you're indifferent to that, Amory? Yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen them. I, mean, I, like, I like the animated series way better. Yeah, I got Anything I, that I've ever it's seen. It's a huge fan of the Christopher Reeve this movies. Is, we're talking about generations right now. The animated series is fantastic. And I'm No, your but generation. I grew up on the animated series. So you, you prefer the animated more than the Christopher Reeve movies? Because I, I think they're two separate entities. I, and I love I the animated series. They are. Just because they're two separate entities doesn't mean you can't well, you know, prefer it, it, one so over the other. But so is animated versus first? Keaton Batman. Truth. Truth. I saw the animated series first. Okay, so that's that's why you're partial to that. See, me, I grew up on the movies. But also animated... It's a comic. Five years old when like the third one came out or something like that. Well, just I mean, culturally, there was Christopher Reeves, uh, and then a decade or so later, there was the Michael Michael Keaton Batman in the movies, and then uh, based on the popularity of that, they uh, spun that off into uh, an animated series that is really ha- widely held as the definitive, you know, uh, on screen version of these comic book heroes. Well, I mean, they created a universe. They, they really did. Um, and that was Warner Brothers Animation, uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Timm, and Paul Dini, and uh, who was the other guy that I'm forgetting? Andre Romano was the voice yeah, director. Right. It's a, you know, if you haven't seen those, you should check them out. I mean, they're on Netflix now. I know the Justice League ones are on Netflix. Justice League are. The other ones are a little bit harder to find. Batman the Animated Series is on Amazon. Oh, we should just play oh, yeah. the Justice League theme. Well, wow, wow, wow. Arguably the best Batman voice ever, too, by the way. Correct. So, we were all, you know, we all loved that. (laughs) And uh, then, obviously, in 2000, what was it, 2005, 2006, when they did Superman Returns. 2006. um, They did Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, who actually is a really good actor and looked really good as Superman, I thought. He did well with what he was given. And they had. It's not his fault. Yeah, not his fault. Because he's got the look. He actually kind of looks a little bit like Christopher Reeves. It's scarily, he doesn't. So does Henry Cavill at certain points. And Man of Steel, especially. It was like, whoa. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Kevin Spacey playing Lex Luthor, like that, that should have been good, but that movie was a steaming pile of poop. So, um, if you would have told me back then that we were going to see a Superman movie where he didn't throw one punch, yeah, dude, I know. 
<laughs> and he's like he's like emo about everything all the time. But that trailer, when I remember seeing that trailer, it got me stupidly excited. I was so was like the music and the voiceover. <laughs> like even though you've been the raised as a human being, that, right? you're not one of them. And it was like, and you're like, holy shit! But you know what? Superman. That movie is that movie is the epitome of why everybody hates these new movies. It's the truth because that's what everybody wanted, and they got it, and it still wasn't good enough. And that's what everybody still expects, and it's still not good enough. That is accurate. I mean, I saw that movie. I usually like. Uh, Brandy laughs at me all the time because I, I like everything. Like uh, I like a lot of movies. Like I saw GI Joe and I was like, that was a fantastic film. You know. <laughs> film, film. Um, but I remember I saw that in a movie theater somewhere in the Midwest with Buck Dharma. Like me and him. I said, you want to see Superman? He's like, yeah, I'll go. And he, and he took me. He drove me to see Superman, <laughs> and it was great. That's adorable. And uh, we watched it. And he's like, so what'd you think? I was like. I think I didn't like it. And I had like a panic. Like, <laughs> like what's that? Do I not like comic books anymore? Like, what's going on? Who and then, am I? Yeah, then I realized, no, th- that was just terrible. Um, <laughs> it was just really bad. And it had like n- none of the elements I wanted in that movie were in the movie. Except, just, except for the music, which was which was well, beautiful. Yeah, it's obviously. John Williams. Well, it was, it was Ottman that redid John Williams' scores. Right. In that movie. And he did another guy that was did really well with what he was given. So you know, like. so looking at um, what you said before is we had that Christopher Reeve Superman that was very successful. I mean for the first two films at least and then it you know sort of tanked. Some people will even say that right after the first one it tanked. Yeah. I mean I like the second one. The I second love the second. One. I think the first and second one kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. They're yeah. almost yeah. connected, you know. Yeah. Because they, it was Everybody one... I've ever spoken to said they like the second one better. Wasn't it wasn't it Sidzon it was originally it was um who directed the the first Superman? Um yeah, it was uh, sorry, R- Richard Donner. Lester. Oh, no, Richard no, Lester Donner was the second the, the, one. Uh, Donner did the first one, and then they kicked him off the yeah, second one and yeah. replaced him with Richard Lester, right? But that, yeah, but that's why all that's why Zod and Ursa and Nan are all in the first one and all mm. that stuff because it was going to pay off later, and then they right. shot a bunch of stuff for the second one and then kicked him off, and then they had to use all the stuff that they had. Which, for the record, right. the Donner cut is awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, there's a part in this movie that reminded me of one of the deleted scenes in the Donner cut. But I'll, I'll get to that in a, in a, in a bit. Um, so, think about that. So, in, uh, so Superman Returns, we all love the Christopher Reeves, and we love the lightheartedness and the, you know, when he goes into the sky and rescues a plane. You know what I mean? We loved that, and we got it, and it was dog shit because it, it wasn't good. And also, times change, and the cultural references are different. And, you know, maybe that kind of Superman is not what you want to see in the 2000s. Um, anyway, uh, what was it? A year or so later, Batman Begins came out, mm-hmm. and... That that was a game changer. Uh, you know, this was a Batman that was dark, darker than Michael Keaton. Which I remember when Michael Keaton came out, it was like, oh my god, it's so dark. No, two thousand three Batman. Oh, two thousand three, right? right. Yeah, this was before Superman Returns. Oh, there were three of them, and they went through that whole decade pretty much. It was two thousand three, two thousand seven, and two thousand ten. Two thousand twelve. Twelve. Sorry. <laughs> right, because they were eventually supposed to tie in Philip as well. Philip is back checking your characters in the Batman Begins, and then they realized they had some possible. Yeah. <laughs> so you have so you have this version of Superman, which is very much in line with what they've done. You know what I mean? Almost like a love letter to the uh, Christopher Reeves movies. That's what it's. And that was that tanked. And then you have this gritty, very dark, very faithful in certain aspects to the comic books uh, version of Batman, and that soars. That's just you know blockbuster. Every like some people say, Dark Knight. That second movie in the trilogy is the godfather of comic book movies. I mean, that's how that's how well that movie was received. Um, but so now you, that's where we were. So now that trilogy is done. Superman's dead in the water. They go to Zack Snyder to reboot the franchise. So he has to do. He has to say, okay, 
We already tried the Christopher Reeves approach, and that didn't work. Brian Singer did that in 2006, Mm -hmm. and it sucked. So I feel like Man of Steel was a response to Superman Returns. Like, we can't go that direction. We can't try that again. We have to go the opposite direction. We have to say, what would happen if someone actually showed up in our world with these powers? Right now. Right now. And, I mean, and the Batman vs. Superman deals with that even more. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I'm so glad that you're actually even starting off with this because I was thinking about that earlier. You know, we've had that conversation a bunch of times about, you know, what if two people from another planet that have had all these abilities came down? Well, you and I probably like, oh, Superman exists. Oh, woo! Yeah. You know, but no, in actuality, people here would panic. And, and, and Batman versus Superman, when, when they, as you say, dump you into out of Man of Steel and that whole thing is happening in Metropolis and Bruce Wayne's watching the whole thing, there's a moment where Bruce Wayne runs into um, the cloud of smoke mm-hmm. after the building collapses. And then he's walking through that billowy mess with people covered in dust and people hurt and people crying and yelling for help. And that's, especially us as New Yorkers, that's very reminiscent of something that happened here in our hometown. So if that were something really would happen, I mean, did, did we all think like, oh, the terrorists, like, oh, these terrorist people might be good? No, it wasn't like that at all. So if two super you know, heroes came down and caused another 9-11 kind of thing, we'd all be very, very frightened. Regardless of what it may turn into, we'd all be very, very frightened. And that was a big complaint from a lot of people with the damage and well everybody has this the the idea of what superman is because it's a 75 year old character and everybody has their own version of what the character should be and that wasn't what he was going for he was saying what if someone like this with all these abilities showed up in our world how would he be received and that's and that's how i thought that to me that's what zach was going for that's what when i got that like you know and they even talk about that in the movie, like, what if the Messiah showed up? Would you would you believe it? You, you know what, you know what I, I mean? I, I found myself looking at Superman like I read a lot about Batman versus Superman in the, in the days leading up to it, the advanced critic reviews, and a big complaint about it all was Batman kills people, Batman uses a gun, fine. All of that is still faithful to mm-hmm. a lot of comic book interpretations of Batman, but I have this idea in my head about Batman – and everything that I saw in Batman versus Superman still jived yeah. with that idea. But if it didn't, I have to be willing to accept that. And I think that Man of Steel, I had all these ideas about Superman in my head. Truth, yeah. justice, the American way. And that's not the interpretation of Superman that Snyder was going for. Right. Doesn't mean it's not an effective interpretation. It just means I have to decide now, do I like that yeah. or do I mm-hmm. yeah. go the other direction? And a lot of people didn't like it. I was sort of ambivalent to it. I didn't really care. That you know, it was a it's, good movie. It, it, you're saying like, um, there's a, there's actually they refer to that in the movie itself in a sense. Like you're saying like, well, Zack Snyder's interpretation is this instead of this. Like, okay, so we grew up with what the smiling Superman, the truth, justice, the American way, the the you can never do any wrong kind of Superman, and, and I think that people still expect that. Even with Batman, they expect the Christopher Reeve and the Adam West guys to come but then out. They well, got not, it, and they hated it. Exactly, we're not getting a fat guy in tights anymore. You know, now we're getting it's guys that actually look like superheroes. Well, the night is young, and Jared is wearing a certain <laughs> set. I'm already missing part of my clothes. <laughs> but they so they cool. reference that actually specifically when Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent meet for the first time, and Bruce Wayne uh, Clark Kent says, which has been said in other movies, of the Bat Vigilante, and what is your take? Is he good or bad? And that's kind of always been done, but it's what he says back to him that was really good he's like well you know you guys write puff piece editorials on a guy in a blue uh, suit and red cape like like he's God or something every you know? time he saves a cat because out of that's a tree. exactly that's yeah. what we're used to that's the image of Superman that we have all in this room grown up to, to know and that's not what it's like in reality I and think, I like that I think the the 
odd thing about it, and the, the, what I what really resonated with me with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman is is your idea of Superman is my idea of Superman. Also, I agree with you that it, this is very different, but I also think that's hit the, his idea. That's what Clark Kent thinks he is, mm-hmm. and he's and he's like, why isn't everybody? Think I'm like that. I'm like that. I just want to help people. I was. I'm a Kansas boy. I want to save kittens from trees. Which, I want to take planes out of the sky. I want to help everybody. I'm here to help. And he's like, "Why is no one seeing me?" Like, like, like. I, I disagree. Like, I disagree. You don't think in, so? In Batman versus Superman, he very clearly says to Lois, "You are my world," and which is essentially a you know a big f you to everyone else. So there's. If I, I say cho- he doesn't care, you're right. He so does. yeah, if he had, the and ch- they paint him as a loner, dude. Man well, of Steel, he's a freaking loner when he's on the ship and he's got the scruff. I think like- I think that's a good point, but I think he gets driven to that. I think after a while, I was like, you know what? A very wise man said to me once: next time you want to do something nice for someone, punch yourself in the face. And that Who said is that, Rich? Opinionated Adam said that. <laughs> and that, that that's a that, that's a quote I think I use every single day of my life. You're I really welcome, do. Buddy. Next time, next time you want to do something nice to someone, punch yourself in the face. And I think after <laughs> was Superman, that after you gave me my lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> I think I think after Superman did enough of like, oh, let me drop what I'm doing right now with my life as Clark Kent and go, you know, save this these people from this catastrophe and that. And then he does it, and then the news or the or the Senate will say something like, yeah, is he really doing the right thing here? He's like, you know what? Like, I I I did a nice thing for you guys. Fuck you. Well, and it's you, because people absolutely. die every yeah. time he does something. People die. Yeah. And I think. Trajay. Hear me out here. It's a day for change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's my Holly Hunter. I was going to... Three at a time. You beat me to it, man. I was going to do it, too. You might have done it better. I think Ray brought up a good point, though, that I didn't actually think of. Um... You brought up the point that, like, when the when Batman and Superman, uh, when when Clark and Bruce meet each other for the first time, and they're saying like, "Oh, you write a puff piece every time you say somebody getting a cat out of a tree," I didn't think about that before. Like, a majority of the world has never seen Superman. Right. They've right. seen pictures. They see news stories. They read articles about him. So it's whatever the the press is printing about him is the interpretation. So if they're printing an article about him that says uh, in the Middle East, you know, or whatever, yeah. or Africa, wherever he was, um, he killed a bunch of people. <laughs> you know, he saved he saved a reporter, but he killed a bunch of people to do it. People are going to be like, "Boo that guy!" But it's like, but then he also stopped a train. You know, he did that thing yeah, where, I, he, where he's the tracks. He's probably <laughs> you know? you know, this, this is really reading into it. But it's it's like you know Clark's a journalist, you know, and Lois is a journalist, and they're trying to say no, no, with their pieces. Superman's really good; he's a really nice guy. And the rest of the world saying, yeah, but is he? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, I'm nice. I want to do nice things. I want to help people. But, but he actually like, kills people. That's another sense of reality, though. You know, well, really, the only time he killed somebody was in the Man of Steel, and it really wasn't his fault because he was people were dying as he was trying to defend everybody. Well, no, but people really die. People you know, die when he tries to like. Not as many people die, but people die, and they're still like, "Well, you didn't save all of them." And that's and that's really any good writer who handles Superman when you read the comics is that's really his weakness is that he can't save everybody. Well, well, the thing thing is, if you have a Superman story, and there's world ending conflict, which is Superman's the only one who could save it, people are gonna go down. Yeah, it's like. That's Superman, you know what I mean? Uh, we were watching the Justice League, me and Phil did the animated series, and and you know when Man of Steel came out, I was like, hey, property damage, what the hell? You know, collateral damage. And the Justice League, they level every every time there's a battle on that cartoon, they level everything. There's cars going through buildings. All Zack Snyder did was show that in like live action, and it looks way more disturbing. Yeah. You know, like like if someone took a Justice League animated series and like actually recreated it like 
you know, beat for beat with like real actors and real CG. God it's like people would be like, this is horrifying. Which, yeah. by the way, if they recreate the Superman dark side fight. In the Justice League. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, come on. Oh, where he says, oh. he goes, I've always had to hold back. Yeah. I feel like oh. I live in a world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel that, like that, I live uh, in a world of th- There are four boners in this room right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just gonna gonna say, I'm not going to be able to stand up until the end of this podcast now. <laughs> One of them is Anne Marie's. <laughs> uh, listen, it all comes back to what you said at first is, is that Zack Snyder said, okay. You know, I could do the the normal these two guys fight and like, oh yeah, look, there's a car that flips over and there's a hole in the street now. But he goes, that's not what would really happen, especially if if one of those people literally had no regard for human life to begin with because he wanted to just completely terraform the whole planet well, for his own thing anyway. What 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 Zach did differently from every other um every other person who's handled that character is he didn't do an established Superman. He made Superman find out about his powers into his thirties. That was a tweak. That, that he did. And that sort of changes the whole thing. Because it's not like we see a seasoned Superman who knows like, oh, if I fight this guy here, there are a thousand people in this building and that's bad. You know what I mean? I got to like take him to like the middle of Kansas and, and fight him, you know? And he doesn't know that. And he and he's learning how to do it. And when in Batman versus Superman, uh, when he, uh, when Superman is, I mean, when Batman is fighting Doomsday, Wonder Woman says, why you, why'd you take him back here? Because there's nobody here. Yeah. yeah, it's like he know, he's been doing this for twenty years. He knows about this already. Yeah, that's Su- a really smart yeah. thing that they did. Superman, like th- that yeah. they showed the difference in age in yep. terms of how long they've been at what they're at. The veteran factor. But let's, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's 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 go through the whole thing. Um, so anyway, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Man, uh, Man of Steel. That got mixed reviews. Um, I really liked it. That was a Superman. That was the the type of movie I wanted. I like I like the darker movies. I, look now, don't get me wrong. That actually got mixed reviews in my own household. My fiance stood up and walked out during the middle of the end of the battle scene. So you know, of your relationship, she stood out and walked out. Oh yeah, she said, "If you like this movie, that's it. We're done." And I said, "See ya." Well, yeah, but you really, Richie, you really liked the the Krypton stuff. Oh, it was beautiful. Like yeah. all that, all that awesome. You never got to see that yeah. ever, ever, which is super cool. I I I liked the whole movie. I liked the whole take. I mean, look. I love Marvel movies, and I, I know that there are Marvel fanboys who are going to listen to this and say, oh, these idiots, these DC idiots. Look, I like almost all of your movies, Marvel people. I really do. I mean, there might be two or three stinkers in there, but for the most part, I really enjoy them. Even the ones that, that get shit on, I like. You know what I mean? I own but, Guardians. I own all three Iron yeah. Mans. I own both Avengers. I own Ant-Man. What's and, Meow Meow? Meow Meow. <laughs> that was, was the best part of that <laughs> freaking <like>, movie. Avengers, <laughs> Avengers and Guardians in particular, like the tone of those movies is so great. They, you forgot the Thor movies. You forgot Dolph Lundgren's yeah. Punisher. You forgot. No, I'm talking oh. about this. I'm talking about this generation. But you're, <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Thor movies. Tom Jane Punisher is Tom the Jane shit. Tom Jane Punisher is wonderful. That's my shit right there, dude. That is a wonderful movie. Yeah, that's the, that's he did the a very, most did you ever see the, movie um, I've ever seen. It was like a like an indie thing they did with him as the Punisher. It was like maybe like a twenty minute short, and it was called Dirty Laundry. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, dude, you gotta. Ch- Everybody, YouTube Dirty Laundry Punisher. It's Thomas Jane playing the Punisher, and he's like in a laundry. Is it before the movie or after? It the is movie? after the movie. Really? And he did it for fun. That didn't get paid. Somebody was like, "Hey, we want to do this." He's like, "Yeah, I love playing this character, so I'm just gonna do it." And he did it, and it was Tom. It Jane. was perfect. <laughs> it was so good. It was probably even better than the movie, and the movie was great. It's not a stretch. I didn't think I was gonna like anybody playing Punisher after Tom Jane, but this guy in Daredevil. Oh, yeah, he's oh, good. Uh, Bernthal, Bernthal, right? John Bernthal. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Can you protect Rick? While you're on the subject of Daredevil, it's 
it's I just think it's hysterical. Which I I only saw the first three episodes of the first season of Daredevil, and I really liked it. I just haven't caught up yet, like everything else. But everything you say for the rest of this night is somehow diminished in my eyes now because you've only. Seen the <laughs> I know first three I haven't. I haven't. I, ju- I just really caught up on good. Flash and Arrow too. So, but um, I'm like losing. I heard it's. I, I have I heard the season awesome. finale left, and I'm like counting the seconds until inc- this is over. I heard over it's so incredible. Can watch but it. you know what's what's crazy about that is that all these Marvel guys are with Batman vs Superman. Oh, it's too dark, and it's too this, and it's too brutal. <laughs> but yet, the, arguably, the most successful thing that Marvel has done outside of the movies has been Daredevil, which is what? A dark darker and tone brutal. and brutal. And which, I was which, thinking that. Which yeah. took, took after what? Like Arrow. It's and, the and, most you know, legitimately you know, Jessica fighting Jones, Which is essentially a 13-episode sexual assault. Story. I also heard that's very good, too. I haven't seen that as, Dude, as, at all. Da- all what Daredevil Joe was missing does... was a whistle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just don't know how one how they can say one thing and then not back up the other. I just it's because they don't want to hear it because they just want they drives just want to be crazy. righteous. They well, don't want to hear it. And Richie's been saying it for years now, for the last few years when this movie was announced, that people were setting this movie up to fail before even the first trailer came out, and it's wrong. It's wrong. It's it's not right. Like I I was really excited for Civil War until I saw the first trailer. Now I'm kind of like I don't know about it. But I'm still gonna go see it. When when I'm watching Daredevil, I'm like, this is an awesome Batman show. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking the whole time. This is a really well, good Batman. That's show. That's what we felt when we. <laughs> watch Arrow too when Arrow was first starting you were like this is a great Batman oh, yeah. show yeah but the Daredevil by far is the best fighting I've ever seen in any show anything it's, it's really good right outrageous yeah. outrageous but Jessica Jones it's the same kind of dark but in another way like psychologically dark it's really messed up that show I but love her because it takes uh, place in the same 10 great. block radius of Manhattan yeah <laughs> It's the same Magic Cells on Breaking Bad, right? I used to actually work in Hell's Kitchen, and it is a really depressing place. (laughs) (laughs) But there's that place, Burgers and Cupcakes. That place is wonderful. That's a, that's a beacon of light. In burgers the and cupcakes. It does exist. It does <laughs> exist. I've eaten there. So twice. let's before we get into it. I mean, and not that we haven't got into it, but we're going to get into it right now. Um, so anyway, I'm scared. After after Man of Steel was. Uh, considered a success because it did make a nice amount of money for the studio. Of course it did. Um, they said, okay, we're going to go ahead with a sequel. But then things started to change a little bit. Um, everybody was wondering when DC was going to answer Marvel's uh, shared universe. So with Zack Snyder at the helm, they said, okay, you have to go ahead. This version of Superman is, you know, our, our fans like it. Let's let's go ahead. And he took he brought Batman right into it. He brought Wonder Woman into it. He started with this movie. He really laid the foundation. He brought everybody into yeah. it. He, he really <laughs> didn't waste time with the big ones because yeah. we've never seen them. Yeah, he he laid the foundation for what's going to come. So um, before we get into the actual movie, let's do a quick uh, take a poll. Um, so Ray, I'll start with you. Um, so what in a couple sentences? What do you think of the movie? The movie was probably as close to what I imagined it would be as possible. There are changes, but there's not any single comic book movie that hasn't made changes. And that's what's the beauty of these movies, because it's just like comic books, because comic books change the story all the time. Mm -hmm. But on the whole, I I liked it. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was as close to what I thought it would be as as possible. Okay. So that's Team Superman. Team Batman, opinionated Adam. I left the theater not knowing if I liked it. The more I thought about it, the more I realized I did like it. Um, I thought it was a fantastic Batman story, um, an okay Superman story. I hated Lois Lane. I hate her so many. Why can't they ever, ever cast a good Lois Lane? Why can't they do it? Uh, It's so Uh, easy. Terry Hatcher. Terry Terry Hatcher. Hatcher. Yeah. Terry Hatcher. Uh, And and I thought. In a movie. 
in a I movie. I didn't finish my sentence. Well, Margot Kidder, you know, <laughs> she wasn't bad for the time, I guess, in the first one and maybe even the second one, but then Terry she started Hatcher like using it. crack or something and it just got bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought that Jesse Eisenberg was the second best Joker to ever appear in a movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, I he was playing I was like Edward Nigma. I was going with Edward Nigma. Edward Nigma. I couldn't even say it. Edward Nigma on that one because he looked yeah, like Jim Carrey's little... Edward Nigma in the beginning of the movie. So. He, he's got a lot okay, of... Okay, I actually enjoyed him, by the way. So let's go to... Um, uh, Team Wonder Woman. Me. Team Wonder Woman, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you fight for that title? <laughs> yeah, we, we totally did. <laughs> I, uh, um, I saw it three times. So, so you didn't like it? No. <laughs> I saw it three times just to go, boo! Um, do you even have a job? <laughs> I think it's clear that I don't. That's Keith Edison. <laughs> um, <laughs> heir to the Edison. <laughs> heir, to the, heir to the Edison fortune. Um, uh, I, yeah, I saw it three times. And I will watch that movie as many times as you let me if I get to see three things. And they all take place in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Wonder Woman's smile. Yep. Her fucking lariat. Yeah. Wait, and we can curse on this show? Yeah. That's oh, fucking great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Poo crap poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hell damn fart. <laughs> poo crap And the third. Uh, and her bracelets. What? Yeah. But. So you just like this? women's clothing. No, this is true. <laughs> Clearly, as you can tell how I'm dressed. Yes. Now, um, when you said her, her smile, were you, were you referencing a specific moment? Adam pointed it out to me, too, and he leaned over to me when we saw it, uh, because we had already seen it. Oh, it's got to be the same part. It's got to be the same part. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a couple of us saw it early. Adam saw it the second time we saw it, and she's fighting Doomsday, yes. and she gets knocked over. Yes. And she kind of does that. Smirk, it, like, ha, that's all you got? And it's, I sit, I, <laughs> I categorize it as the equivalent of, like, when... Like, if somebody were to punch a really big guy, and yeah. then he does, like, the wipe of his own blood, like, off of his mouth. <laughs> oh, she like, did the Bruce Lee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, but yeah, she gets up, and she's like, <laughs> like, she kind of, like, you know, gives her, like, a little smirk. The bracelets, when... I cheered when that happened, by the way. <laughs> There's a specific reason, not just because I like to take my hands off the wheel and see Anne-Marie when oh I'm driving. Oh, my God. When she does this? Yes, when she does this, remember, remember when she did this? But there's a very specific reason why I like that. Because the trail, no, the, the trailer <coughs> led you to believe that, obviously they're cut weird and everything, but like that she was always deflecting stuff with her shield. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's bracelets are a huge part of the Wonder Woman mythos and her armor and the, and the magic that's in her armor. There's a lot of magic that's uh, and power contained in them. And as soon as I saw the the shot blocked, I'm like, all right, here, she's going to poke her head up from the shield. When I saw it was the fucking bracelets, Mm -hmm. I went nuts. And then she hit him again. He did. He did actually go nuts. (laughs) I was Uh, sitting next to him. (laughs) And then then the the lasso is just all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's just there. And it's just around Doomsday. And you're like, here I am. It's fucking here. I'm so happy about that, too. And he can't break it. And I was just like, that's what I wanted to see. So, okay. So you liked it. I did. Okay. Um, it, I think it, well, ha- it well, had pacing issues. Yes. It definitely had pacing issues, but on a whole, um, uh, it was not a rotten tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Castellano. Oh, hey, what's tomatoes. up? What um, team is he on? <laughs> Batman's, come on. Um, no, he's Team Eisenberg. I, lo- I love this movie. Actually, it might, it might be Team Eisenberg. Yeah. Oh. Um, he's, he's Team General Swanwick. I love this movie. <laughs> hey. he's, he's Team Jenny Olsen. All right, I thought it was great, but I thought the highs were so high. 
but the lows were just so low. You mean low like bed or low no, like, like low, tone? No, like low, like low as lay in bed. Oh, okay. Low as in you lowest. Know, she's not a lady. She's a she's journalist. A journalist. <sighs> uh, Superman we, also we called both, her like, low. Audibly, yeah, it's it's like, me and Adam sat next to each other. I was in between. Uh, the, the second time I saw it, I was next to Adam. And both me and him at the same time were sitting there with our arms crossed going, Ugh. It's like Superman would be fair, though we do that a world. lot. <laughs> He's not wrong. Superman would be doing these amazing things, and then like he'd hear Lois and stop what he was doing, help Lois, and then you hear a soft piano, and it would be them soft oh, piano, oh, goddamn it, soft piano, goddamn it. <laughs> oh, she's so so you liked it, but I liked but it. Lois really took you out of it. I just want to see Batman kick a shit out of Superman all the, all day, every day. They should have had more. Or really <laughs> anyone. I'll watch yeah. Batman, no. especially Ben Affleck's Batman. Superman. Fight anyone. We're gonna talk about that Superman. in a second. Yeah. Amory, go. I really liked it. I'm gonna. I pretty much agree with everything everybody said. Uh, pacing issues. Um, I'm on team. I hate Lois Lane. Like, I mean, she ruins <laughs> that freaking movie. Yeah. She ruined Man of Steel for me, and she's ruining this movie. And she was such a big part of this movie for no freaking reason. I can't even handle it. Like, she's just like interjecting herself and I'm just, get out, leave, leave. No one wants to see. Can me. I ask a dumb oh. question? What do we not like Lois because she doesn't have brown hair or, or maybe it... that bothered me? <laughs> no, because maybe. that bothered me at because first. she's played by an actress who gave a very bad performance two movies in a row. She she gave a bad performance, but also she has red hair. Like, no, she's supposed to look like Do you think like if she had brown hair that it w- that you wouldn't feel the same way? No, she's got a dumb voice. I don't like her. I think she was poorly cast. <laughs> wow. Okay, I agree with you on the voice thing. I, for some reason, Amy Adams' voice is always it's like very a... very thin. It's very, it's very thin, thin and very proper, but very whiny at the same time. It's kind of like... I'm not a lady. It's like, I'm oh, a journalist. Oh, I want to do this, oh. and I want to do it now. <laughs> you know, I, I get that, but, I, you know, I, I got to be honest, I mean... I, yeah, she's not the best Lois Lane. She'll never be Terry Hatcher if she's listening. I love you so much. But, um, <laughs> she's probably oh, not. Oh, God, I love you. That pic- I'm sorry. But that picture of her wrapped up in the Although- Superman cape should be in my bathroom for the rest of my life. But anyway. <laughs> so, um, But, you know, it's Lois Lane. Lois Lane, you know, if you, if you can't even say that, like, she should go based on one of the lowest lanes in the comics because the lowest lanes in the comics are probably worse. Like, they were so bad. No, I mean, but they're I snarky. Own a comic, they're I own snarky. a comic where, where Lois Lane went into some machine that turned her into a black woman just because she wanted to know what it felt like. I, I swear <laughs> to God. I will, now, I will that's real investigative journalism. Right I will there. post it on at fucking Ray <laughs> Twitter for everybody to say. You know, so it's like, you know, Lois Lane in the comics was never anything but a damsel in distress. It's, it's yeah, always but what it was, I, I you just know? don't but like the still- nature in which she got in distress this time because they were like, they were trying to go for like, you know, this modern woman thing. I'm like, I don't buy it. I don't buy it for one freaking second. I, but I agree. Like, but that's what they made her do because they knew they couldn't say like, oh, let's let's make her just fall off of a, of a helicopter or into a waterfall or whatever it is that she's been doing and stuff like that. She actually got pushed off by a, a villain, you know what I mean? Off that building and stuff like that. She was doing her job while she was taking captive because somebody else that she didn't know was military fucked it up for her. You know what I mean? So I got what they tried to do, but I still agree that, like, I don't know, the so little thing gets in the way. And you wanted Christopher Reeve to swoop up and go, don't worry, miss, I've got you. Yeah. <laughs> so, Amber, you liked it, you? but you're like Phil. You liked it aside, just not Lois. Um, yeah, I, I actually really, really like Jesse Eisenberg yeah. as Lex Luthor because yeah. I'm very, very anxious to see how he becomes comic book Lex because I don't think he's going to be the neurotic young kid Lex that he was in these movies. I think he's going to actually develop into like the bald, hulking, quiet, charming mega genius. I thought that I, I had a feeling though that descriptions. I have a feeling though in this like sort of alternate, re, uh, you know, reality that they're doing these movies in that. The Lex Luthor we know was his dad. 
that's that's you like, and I, that's you're not talking about that. Wait a minute. That's kind of a feeling I have. Wait that, like, a minute. I'm going to make a very good point of what you just said that I caught today when I watched it again. Um, and I don't know. I'm the if, only person if, that saw this once in this room. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because of what they're doing, what you're saying is happening, or or they just kind of fucked up. But either way, he refers to his dad as Lex. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. ca- caught that. No, my father was Lex. My father in was front the, of the Lex, Lex in front of LexCorp. Yeah. But we all know that Lex Luthor's father's name is Lionel. You know, And so that was a little interesting to me. I was like, kind of like, well, wait, did they change that? Or does that mean something? Thing because the, the the Lex Luthor that we got in these movies was a redheaded little quirky neurotic little shit. You know that's what he was in the comics when but he first started. But they shaved him bald at the and end. They shaved him bald at the end. Now that's you know whatever. For but bite. also you got to think TK we're also messing with the, the with the timelines because of Batman nice. versus Superman in terms of when they're showing up on the scene, how mm-hmm. long they've been fighting, the terms in which Justice League is going to be kind of created right. is completely different time wise right. and and personnel wise. Honestly, yeah. Like, Batman wants nothing to do with that shit. Yeah. I would say that I am on Team Alfred. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Alfred. I really yeah. A lot of people him. are wrong. He was <laughs> yeah, wrong. I agree, too. I loved him. Um, I loved him, too. They would say he's too close in age, but, you know, listen, Ben Affleck is arguably 43 in this movie, and I looked it up, actually, what Jeremy Irons' age was and what Ben Affleck's age, and I think they're, like, 25 years apart. Well, well Jeremy Irons could, could be playing, like, 70 you yeah. know what I mean? He could be 70 in this movie. Mm-hmm. A and, spry 70. Yeah, and, um, and you know, Ben Affleck could be in his 40s, and that's and that's that's fine. You know what I mean? When I was in Burma, <laughs> I saw children playing um, with the diamond. My, I, I, I echo a lot of what you guys said. Um, Ray, exactly was what I was expecting. And I had a similar feeling in this movie to when I saw a Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. because I had, my whole life, I had these ideas of what it was like when... You know, uh, I don't want to turn this to Star Wars again, but like, what it happen- all goes back to Star no, what, what, Wars. Like, you know, wow, wouldn't it be cool if, is, the, em- if the Emperor fought Yoda? Wouldn't is it be Star co- Wars a movie of something? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be cool to see how Darth Vader had to go in the the costume? Blah 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 blah, and it delivered, and it was exactly what I was expecting. And I and I left that movie like I couldn't get up. I was like, that was heavy, like that, and that was everything I wanted, and that was great, and 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 I had to I had to pay for it, like the movie. You know, it challenged me like to sit there. And there were parts that I didn't exactly love, but at the end of it, I was like, "No, this is my favorite one." And I had the same exact feeling in Batman vs Superman. I was like, "This movie, it, it put me through through, through a few things, both emotionally and both as like a movie lover that I wasn't into." But like the payoff was so incredibly great. I mean, look, when we all get, we're all gonna buy this Blu-ray or whatever, and when we get it, we all know what we're gonna do. We're gonna go right to the last <laughs> twenty minutes of this movie and just watch that. You, you know what I mean? And and then then once we get that out of our system and watch it two or three times, then we'll watch the whole movie and say, okay. Um, so July sixteenth, by the way. Do I think? <laughs> do I think it was too long? Yeah, probably. Um, really? D- uh, just wait for the supercut. You know what? It's July sixteenth. No, but I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna be better. <laughs> Yes, because it's um, going to show you what you needed to see. Right. Like if it's if the movie's going to be too long, if it's going to be that long, I feel like it could have used a few more action beats. And we see a lot of the aftermath. Like we see a scene where um, LexCorp got broken into, and there's all these like fucking guys knocked out, and there's police tape everywhere. And we see that Batman, you know, pulled off a heist. But we don't which, see Batman pull off the heist. Like that's what we want to see. The shit out of me. When I was in the theater, when that was happening, I was enjoying it. I was like, this is exciting. But. 
Also, yeah, because like, you go right is... from right from the Senate blowing up to. Uh, I was to so fucking... confused. I so, was so confused. But let's. Here's what I think we should do. I actually liked that though. Oh, I did. I kind of liked it too. Because it's the kind of thing. It's like, oh my god, like how, how amazing would that have been? To, it's the thing. It's like it, no, when it happens off screen. No, but that's the pacing issue. But no, off. I have no problem with showing up and then the batarang sitting there right right in the middle of the the display case. Yeah. I have no problem with not seeing the action. I have a problem with their pacing because it's like blow up. Wait, did this blow up because of this? Wait, who? Who blew this up? See, I feel What's like happening? I feel like they did that because he's Batman, and if and if nobody else was going to see him do it, why should we? I thought that was so Batman. I thought it was kind of like, oh, no, I, I get your point. How but, did he do it? But if you the know? movie if the movie was about a half hour shorter and they did it because of that, like, okay, that makes sense. But like, they spent so much time like showing the two characters parallels, like showing you know, Lois. Show, no, no, but showing like how Batman <laughs> felt about something, then how Superman felt about something, then how Batman handled this situation, well, how do you then feel how Superman. About it? It's like it's always like it's just back and forth, and they and they really beat you over the head with that. But um, I it, only got one scene of Batman beating the shit out of an entire room full of guys, and I was kind of disappointed yeah, by that. I wanted, I, but it was but, such a good scene. No, I, I could have used about two more of those in the movie. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree with that. Even I if agree they're like that. little baby, like ones. even the beginning, like you even the beginning of the movie, guys, all that stuff is coming. I feel like this was this was the movie. It's, it's no, called the Dawn you're right. of Justice. You're right. This is not the Dawn of Justice. This is the Dawn of everything we're gonna no, see but, from now but on. Ray, you know? But Ray, they showed us in the beginning of the movie when Batman brands that dude, mm-hmm. right? Like that he just fucked people up, and they and the cops get there too late to see it. It's like, why can't we just see this? Like, just rewind the situation. Did, did you want to see that? I did. Yes. See, I thought it. W- I thought it was more effective than well, that's it why you're because, on Team Superman. Because, well, no, it's, I love Batman. I mean, <laughs> no, I, 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 I understand what ben you're Affleck saying. Might arguably be one of the best Batmans I've ever seen. It was finally the Batman that I wanted to see on screen. Honestly, I'll, I say that with with whole the wholehearted like love that I'm I thought he was you. just so fucking great. Well, um, well really and quick. I feel bad that he's getting a lot of shit, by the way. But that scene in speci- specifically. I was fucking terrified. Are you kidding me? The no, chills right. that were going down my spine. You're right because we're hearing the banging and the guy screaming and the cops are like, "Oh my god!" I feel like I'm right there with them. Like, "Oh my god, don't go upstairs!" Like, what the fuck is it? No, you that would that would have botched the reveal. You know what I mean of him? But like, there were opportunities in the movie they could have showed him kicking some ass. And, and no, that could have been the scene that you really didn't see on camera. Three times. And then with the battering, we could have seen that one. You know, yeah. like I, agree. <laughs> I think in older movies, it it it's actually it worked. They did a little bit backwards in this one, where in a good way, I think. Where usually it's like, in, in previous Batman movies or movies like that, it would be like, here's the superhero's regular outfit. Here's the regular costume. This is what they wear. That would either get damaged or something, or they would have to put on some sort of bigger yeah. thing or a new thing, you mm-hmm. know, for like the big fight, you know. So they could sell more toys. So they could sell more toys, but like for the big, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, fight at the end. This, they kind of did it in the reverse. It was like we saw bits and pieces of the, the bat suit, you know, here and there. We saw him in the car. But then he put on the huge armor, but then had to take it off and go back to regular bat clothes mm-hmm. to save Martha. Yeah. And I liked that they that they did that. Oh, I love that. Because it was all broken. Mm-hmm. It's like in the season finale of a television show. It's like, doesn't matter if this person breaks his arm, because after summer, it's going to be healed when we come back <laughs> for next season. You know? Right. Speaking well, of the toys, I bought the Batmobile RC cards. Also. <laughs> um, go, the other, the other thing, I'm a little that now I loved this movie. Like I loved the shit out of this movie. The first time I, I left, I said it was a nine point five out of ten. The second time I saw it, I said it's an eight out of ten because yeah. like the 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 newness of it and the not knowing what's going to happen next really like I was on the edge of my seat. But then like knowing it and seeing it again, I was like, okay, now I got to wait fucking forty five minutes until someone beat someone up what but, parts dragged for you the most no well here's the thing uh Jay, the, the, dr- no, for change. no the dream sequences i i yep. i just hope that 
they're going oh, I to. I love the dream sequence. Uh, I know. I'm um, sequences. Yeah, sequences. Like, the, like well, when, he's a, when he's a child as a bat, and the, I mean the bats lift him up. Like, Actually, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of shit like that, and I'm just saying, if I, I'll be upset if there's no payoff for those in the future. You know what I mean? Like, for example, in Man of Steel, there was something I really wanted the answer to that didn't pay off in this movie, and it pissed me off. It was he's on the ship, and there's a corpse in one of the pods, and there's an open pod. Like and they sh- and they the camera shows it like you're supposed to know what happened to that person and they never go into it. I'm hoping in the future they do and hoping that it pays off. Like there's little things like they took these time to ma- they took the time to make these like very pretty dream sequences, right? And I'm just hoping that they're meaningful in the grand scheme of things, uh, like in where these movies are going with the shared yeah. universe. And I just because if if not, I'm like what a waste of time. Like you could have had like I, I think they will be. I don't I don't think they were dreams, kind of. I think they were more flashpointy. You know Another I mean? confused. Okay. Before we do that, before we do that, let's do this. Let's do this because I don't want to miss anything and I want to be thorough. (laughs) I think, and tell me what you guys think about this. I think we should tell the story of the movie and pick it apart as we go. And but we have to keep it moving along because we'll be here because the movie is a three hour movie. So we will be here for six hours. (laughs) I'm in agreement there. Okay. So the movie opens up. Spoilers, okay? Spoilers, spoilers. The movie opens up. It's uh, the funeral of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Martha. <laughs> yes. Guys, did you Martha. hear that? Martha. Now, they show us, uh, they do little cuts as young Bruce is running through the uh, cemetery on the Wayne property. There's like a mausoleum and and everybody's walking to it. I think he passed by uh, Solomon Grundy's grave, by the way. Really? Yeah. Did you I guys did catch it catch on the right that. side? No. Really? Oh, that'd it be says awesome. Solomon, and then it's like scribbles, but it looks like it's five letters. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught that the first time good, I watched it. Easter egg. He was born on a Monday, you know. Born <laughs> on a Monday. 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 So he's running through, and they keep intercutting these little uh, snippets of the the murder, the murder that we've seen probably a dozen times by now of Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed. <sighs> Um, there's a reason they show it again, but to their defense, as much as I didn't want to see it, they wrapped it up kind of quick. Yeah, they did. They had to do it. Yeah, they, they, had, they had to do it. They kind of had to. But they had to, especially for the Martha Martha thing. That's yeah. actually one of the, right out of the gate, I was so mad I had to see that. And that's like the one thing I didn't want to see, and it's the first fucking thing I saw. Would, you, I have like, ra- no! would you have rather seen it halfway through, though? Not to nitpick here. I don't think I would have. But uh, Martha Wayne was supposed to fall across her dead husband, yeah. not separately, <laughs> and that's all I have to say well, about that. Well, I, I thought they did tweak it a little bit. In in every other version, it's that like they're all protecting Bruce and they're yeah. just passive and they get killed. In this version, both both Martha and Thomas swung at the fucking yeah, they uh, go attacker I before like they got that. killed. Yeah. Like, well, it's because it was Maggie from Walking Dead. She's not gonna let <laughs> yeah, it. That's why they did it. And the comedian from sh- Watchmen. And yeah. it was beautifully shot. It really was. It was go- the whole movie was beautifully shot. I'm just gonna say that right now. Like, yeah. Well, I do. I think they might have done a few too many slow motion gorgeous setup shots. Sure. But Avengers. Like, Avengers. But it was so pretty. It was so pretty. Well, that shot of the the gun inside the necklace the is straight out of the Dark Knight. And yeah. the pearls falling uh, down okay, the sewer drain. Side was note. Gorgeous. Side note. Um. A lot of people, especially those who aren't into comic books, they keep asking me, why are Batman and Superman fighting? And I go, Frank yes. Miller. Frank Miller. They're like, yeah, but I don't well, know. It's not Frank even Miller. just Frank Miller. Frank Miller. They have fought like 17 fucking no, but times this, in this, the comics. They don't gel. No, but this movie is heavily inspired, especially in the artistic choices, is heavily inspired by Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Uh, 
that's probably a comic book that is like the one you recommend to everybody. That's the, uh, you know, when you go door to door saying, uh, have you read Frank Miller? <laughs> you know? No. You don't think so? I know a lot of people not the one, yeah, didn't no, like I don't, The Dark Knight Returns. I don't disagree, but it's not the one I would recommend. Killing well, Joke. You mean either Killing Joke? Killing, killing Joke is definitely Either Killing there. Joke or... Hush. Depending, oh, no, Long Halloween. No, Ooh. the one... But that's not the one that got me into it. Phil knows what it is. Kingdom Come. Oh, Kingdom, Kingdom Come, Come is the greatest thing ever. I got me hooked. Yeah. I read that and, and the um, Blackest Night What about uh, Justice? Justice was anything. good, too. I would like to say that we were supposed to go through the plot of the movie, and we got one scene (laughs) in the internet. (laughs) Thank you. Adam's keeping us on track. One scene that we've seen 50,000 times. Bruce is running through the grounds of of Wayne Manor, or or the Wayne uh, estate, and he falls. And guess where he falls? In a cave. In a cave full of bats. And he breaks his arm, his, his leg or something, and he's, he's crying in pain as, as he's flashing back to the parents, his parents' death. And then all of a sudden, bats come out of nowhere. And instead of him being terrified of the bats, he's sort of okay with the bats, and they make a little whirlwind around him and levitate him yeah, out of the... Uh, now, I don't know if you know this, but that's know. actually not physically possible. <laughs> um, and then... And you at that no point, everybody. The rest of the movie, it's okay. That's not possible. They'll do it on one of those shows that proves scientifically that it is or it isn't. We'll watch it then. <laughs> and, th- and then at that point, everybody in the audience goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I and then like, like I kind of like his thought. very dulcet tones of Ben Affleck going, "In the dream, they lift me up to the light." Yeah. <laughs> so they talk about. That's who that was. Yeah, they, I didn't they, know if I loved it oh, or I hated Batman. it though. I really don't know if I loved that or hated that. I hated that scene. Yeah. So where does it, it go after? I did not like that scene either. Like where does it go scene. after no. the cemetery scene? He wakes up or something, right? No, he talks about like um, the dream was of like a shining whatever, and, and the then dream, there's a blinding white yeah, screen, uh, and, and it says Metropolis, All right, right? Right, right, and and it's talking about Superman, and it's. Now this is arguably, even though the end of the movie is fucking note perfect to everything I ever wanted in my whole life, the beginning sequence is unbelievable. Yeah. It shows um, Metropolis, a big like helicopter shot, I think, and then it shows an actual helicopter landing on like the pier, right? And there's a car with like a with a it's a Jeep Renegade, a Jeep Renegade <laughs> with um, placement with flashers yes, on it, the first right, product like, placement with, in the with, movie. with like police lights on it, right? And fucking Bruce Wayne in his business suit. You know, like runs and like his jumps brown up, shoes. yeah, and brown, brown shoes. shoes are the best. Yeah, he really. Yeah, that, that's really. What you, you, you notice Solomon Grundy, and you notice that. That's impressive. I notice a lot. You notice the brown shoes too, because I have the same. One. Well, Solomon Look at Grundy Phil's also shoes wears brown right now. Shoes. He's wearing yeah. Bruce Wayne shoes. Yeah, those are nice, Phil. Oh, Phil's shoes. <laughs> awesome. I don't have any I think shoes on. Phil is but the only that's not part of my clothes. you did that on purpose. So Bruce Wayne jumps off this helicopter into this car and drives as everybody's fleeing this giant catastrophe in the middle of Metropolis. He's driving through it, and it's one of the best fucking cars. I've ever seen. So this is what, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but this is what, if there was no other Batman, if this is a Superman movie, yeah. it had no Batman in it, but I saw Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne do this, I would completely buy him as Batman from now oh, and forever. Without oh, yeah. a doubt. Oh, yeah. This was, this was oh, like, yeah. you know, everybody was saying, oh, Bruce Wayne is, you know, played by Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? But when he did this, I was like, he, this motherfucker is Bruce Wayne. That's it. That's Batman, right? That's like, pretty much if we got that angle that we saw in Man of Steel, you'd be like, I can't fucking wait to see this guy play Batman. That was yeah. awesome, you know? I 100% agree. That was, that was awesome. just like, this guy is like he he's just like got the the rage. He's driving through the street. He's first of all he's driving like a badass. Well, that's it. He's pissed. He's, he's pissed not it. upset. He's yeah. pissed. Oh, yeah. he had great pissed off eyes too. Oh, he like did. And then he, great. He, he's he was terrifying to look at. Dude, like, he so angry. crushed this. He's he so did. He really did. Oh my god, I love um, you, Ben. I'm Affleck. just gonna say. <laughs> Richie, Richie, <laughs> Richie, calm down. I'm, I'm gonna say something that might be heresy. He is my favorite. I might say this entire cast, with the exception of Lois Lane. 
are my favorite live action iterations of these characters. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I can't not agree. Let me say it like that. I, disagree, I can't not agree. I disagree with uh, Lois Lane and... Well, Lois Lane is... I agree. She's a piece of shit. Right, I know what you said, but Jesse Eisenberg too. I don't think he's a definitive. I, 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 like I didn't hate Amy no, Adams. live action. Well, it's okay live if I didn't like her very much. I have, a, definitive live I have, action a, I have a theory about all of that. Who do you think is... Kevin Spacey. I thought Kevin's just... Well, you thought Kevin Spacey was what? Better than Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Oh, really? No, he Clancy just, Brown. He just yes. had... Oh, Clancy Brown is great. He could have oh, just no. been Lex Luthor. I, yeah. I said live oh, action. live action. Live action. The, the, okay, the I'm sorry. comic books are you all right? everything else. <laughs> She's are you all right? Not. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know, man. Kevin Spacey just... Uh. I never, I never, when I watched that movie, and I, we're getting off track again, and I, we, we can cut it. Right That's okay. But when, he, we, when I watched that movie with Kevin Spacey, and I was excited to see Kevin because I loved him as an actor. I was like, oh man, he's gonna be an awesome Lex Luthor. But when I watched, I was like. That's Kevin Spacey. Like I never sort of. That's fucking Lex Luthor. I never sat there and felt like he was Lex Luthor ever. Maybe it's ro- maybe you know what is it? Rose tinted glasses that I'm looking at him because I see yeah, Kevin maybe. Spacey as Lex Luthor, but I also see him as you know Frank Underwood. You know. Oh, sure because you know that like I'm he blending can the two do in that. my head. No, I so. think you are because now that I've seen House of Cards, I feel like he's a wonderful Lex Luthor. Right. Well, well the point is, my, <laughs> my original point was I, I don't think Jesse Eisenberg was good as Lex Luthor. And he's did you ever read the original action. incarnations of of Lex Luthor? Yeah. Like uh, of how he actually started out because yeah. he, I think he nailed that. I think he actually was better than that because okay, the first scene where we really see his the let's little, get the little eye twitch is is when the senator comes to his house and she says I'm blocking your shit and he's just like let's get to that let's Whoa. get to that hold on let's get to that good. yeah that was good good okay so good. <laughs> Bruce Wayne getting back to the story Bruce Wayne is driving through Metropolis and he's driving into the events of the last twenty minutes of Man of Steel which the last are the 10 best minutes. part of Man of Steel yeah. Uh, pretty amazing, Fucking but um, <laughs> he's driving into it, and he's he gets out of he, he drives as close to his building as he can, and he sees you know one of the Wayne and Wayne Industries uh, buildings, and he sees Zod and Superman in the sky going at it and flying into this building, and he calls his CEO. Jack. Yeah, he calls the CEO of the building. You know, Jack, Jack, and the guy's like, he's like evacuate. He's like, okay, boss on the phone, everybody out, right? Why hadn't they evacuated already? Yeah, I don't way? care where my boss is or what he's doing. No, I'm I think gone. this was Why happening so fast that they didn't realize. Like, think about well, it. I mean, if you're going timeline for Man of Steel, I mean, all that that thing coming down over the buildings that that happened for like a while. No, you know? everybody says that mm-hmm. the that end of Man of Steel that fight is like a half hour long. I timed it; it's five minutes. The whole fight at the end of Man well, of Steel. I'm not talking about the fight. Saying, oh, it's so no. I'm for, talking the time, about when the, no, when the when machine the, the, starts terraforming and destroying oh, yeah. everything. That takes a while. Like, why were they fuck? They still in the building. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, what a good sound. It, yeah, that was awesome. But, I, but if I saw that, I'd be, I'd be out. I wouldn't that, wait for anything. That's amazing. Please sample that for me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, now here's the thing Only that I we would all try love. To harmonize that. There's a huge explosion. Every the building Wayne Enterprises gets totaled well, by Zod's. You, no, no. Do you know what you say? Yeah, that that was I. Squeed for joy when I saw that because you saw the the lasers come out. I was like, "That's so cool! That's the building he landed in. He landed in the Wayne Building. Dude. That's so cool!" And, and everybody no in that idea. fucking building dies. And Bruce Wayne, as everybody's running away, runs into like complete smoke. Can't see where he's going. Runs in like a boss and and into runs into the catastrophe. And there's very heroic. Yeah, and he sees the building. There's a guy with his uh, whose legs are caught under a beam. Uh, his name is Wallace or Wally. Played and, by Scoot McNary. Right. And he helps take, he helps uh, pull the beam because he's Batman, very strong, off this guy's legs. He's now paralyzed, can't feel his legs. Um, meanwhile, he sees a little girl who's about to get crushed by something falling. He runs over as fast as he can and saves this girl. So while 
while Bat while Superman is raining down terror on the city with Zod, Batman's down there street level saving everybody, which can is I, great. Can I point out the fact too that actually his save, even though he was in his suit, like visually I saw the cape. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like he grabbed you her. Heard he it. grabbed that you little know? girl. Your, your in brain such, put it in. No, but he grabbed no, that little girl in sure such flailed. a way where he like cradled her as he like jumped. Yeah. Like it, like and, I don't know. And that never stopped for the record. Visually, the way he it, played that whole. That whole beginning, it never stopped throughout the whole movie. He played Bruce Wayne great, but he was Batman the whole fucking time. He was Batman as Bruce Wayne instead of Bruce yep, Wayne as Batman. And that's Batman. what, and that's what awesome. he nailed more than every other actor yes. doing it. He was Batman the whole time. Except, and he he even put on like the douchebag, you know, uh, waspy voice sometimes. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, yeah, you know. He, Don't he quote did, me on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, okay, so that <laughs> happens. Pretty lady, sorry. Um, and then what's, what's, what happens next? Habit. Um, it, uh, then it goes to, um, uh, then, then it goes to Africa, uh, the, the Africa, is it okay. Africa or the weird country? Yes. They're and in this Africa. Is, this is Wakanda? the part where I'm going to go upstairs and Wakanda? change into sweatpants because I hate this part of the movie. Check okay. Out. This part really puzzled me and it was very, Will you bring me it, back a water. Yes. It was more very, yeah. anybody else want to have burger or, uh, <laughs> some eggs and the rest of my Chinese food. We're in it for the long haul. Um, so <laughs> the, the next thing, okay, so now they, we go to Africa, and Lois is there poking her nose in some, like, gun or drug trafficking terrorist cell or whatever, um, and this this is supposed to be a setup to frame Superman, but it didn't make any sense. This is this is the, the part of the movie that where it starts to fall apart for me, and it's right at the beginning. <laughs> 13 minutes in. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, I'm the opinionated one. Do you, do you guys disagree, though? <laughs> it's I don't disagree. I didn't know where. Yeah, I it's didn't... hard for me to agree, and it's hard for me to disagree because it's. It, you know what? I think it's just that when you first see it, you have no idea what's going on, and it doesn't make sense then. No, but, but the second time but I saw it, when you look at the big picture of like what happens throughout and what obviously what happens at the end, then you're like, okay, I see. I see what they did there. You know, that's like one of those, I see what they did there. I feel that it wasn't bad, but they probably could have picked a better situation. Yeah, no, they they, they should have picked a situation where they could have framed Superman instead yeah. of a situation where they couldn't have framed Like, what happened is this. Lois shows up with a, with a cameraman to go interview this, like, a supposedly terrorist leader, right? And they're in Africa, and there's a bunch of, like, mercenaries around in this little, like, compound, and Lois asks to speak to them, and... There's a bunch of like mercs everywhere, and they look at the cameraman's camera, and they break it open, and they see that he has a CIA um, tracking device in there, mm-hmm. and they go to CIA, oh, you know, this guy's a, tr-, you know, whatever, and they 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 kill the CIA operative, and he says, oh, I swear, Lois had nothing to do with it, we just used her credentials, and then the guy. The, the leader of these terrorists, they bring Lois into a basement somewhere, and, and he's got a gun to his head. And then all of a sudden, they hear, like, a crack in the sky, and it fucking it, Superman comes out of nowhere and, like, breaks down the building and basically takes this guy out. We don't see if he kills the guy, but we see he slams the guy through a wall. I'm right? fairly certain he killed that guy. Yeah. So, that – but anyway, as soon as that happens, outside the basement, there are, like – these guys who look like they're Africans, and there's guys who look like they're like you know mercenaries, like mercenary non-Africans, and the non-Africans take out guns and start shooting the Africans, right? And then the next scene we see we're in like a Senate hearing where a woman from this village is saying that Superman came and killed everybody. But I'm like, Superman doesn't shoot people, like are you know? But so, I, I didn't understand how that. Could, how you could frame Superman with with bullets? You know what it really was missing. It, it was missing the. It was missing that part. It was mm-hmm. missing when they found them and, and who took them out. It's like, 
you could easily say that that all those bodies, like everybody saw the bodies coming out, but the people who were taking the bodies out were the people that knew what actually fucking happened to them. Because if it was people that didn't know what was going on and they found the bodies on, they could have easily seen that they were oh, shot. So you you're know? saying that people didn't know they were shot. Right. That, I'm saying that they don't know that they were shot. And the only one that did was Lois Lane, which is why it sets up for the whole But the thing is he the, didn't bu- do it. the I have bullet proof, is such a know? big is such a big issue with the bullet. And like, why do we harp on the bullet then? Because it just it just seemed like because it's, it's the it's, only proof it's, she has that Superman didn't do anything. It seems just like a clumsy setup for for like a clumsy thing that the whole movie balances on top of. You know, I didn't get it the first time I saw the movie. I was like, okay, there's a bullet. LexCorp used some alien materials to make it, and mm-hmm. so what? Right. It's but well, the the whole bullet. Actually, if you look at the whole movie, you don't even need the bullet thing. Yeah. Because what what happens from that? He kidnaps her. She doesn't kidnap him. Yeah, yeah. She, she, he could just kidnap her, throw her for building. Superman showing up. Well, <laughs> the thing that was weird is they didn't have to do that because they could have just said like Superman totaled Metropolis. Like he's on trial now because he did yeah. this terrible thing. Like they could have used that, but they. But then it goes in hand in hand with that because then when when the explosion happens, which I'm sure you'll bring up later, but when the explosion happens, that's just another thing that's like, oh, okay, I see. Like somebody's really trying to fucking mess with this guy. Like it's just situational wise, it just wasn't the best. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the courthouse thing wasn't that, that bad. The courthouse wasn't bad. I think it wasn't uh, so much that they were trying to say that Superman killed anybody. I just think that they were trying to make a point that every time this guy's around, people die. You know, like no matter, maybe they didn't know they were shot, and they were just. Making a point that like maybe they weren't wouldn't have been shot if Superman didn't fucking show up and fuck everything up. So anyway, the um, it's not about what he can do. It's what about he should do. What he should do. Well, okay. Who, next who is, is like that that you're Jared's is better. It is. It is. So yeah. then there's um uh, I, again. What, what, what's the actress's name again? Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. So there's Holly Hunter as a junior senator who has Elastigirl, who is who is heading up the committee who on, knows how to on Superman. A there's a committee on Superman. Oh, by the way, while we're on the topic of Elastigirl, not that we're on the topic, but Jared brought it up. They handled collateral damage much better than Batman versus Superman did. No, the Incredibles. Yes, the Incredibles is the best superhero movie ever made because it's, oh, people are God. far more likely to sue than bring someone to trial. Mm-hmm. So. Now, we're, we're, this woman from Africa is telling about Superman coming and fucking everybody up. But then Lois gets home, and she checks. Now, I didn't get this. Does she check her mail and find her book sent to her? No, no, no. no she, she grabbed, grabbed it book. before she left. She grabbed oh, okay. it before she left. I told you that. It got uh, shot it, in the crossfire. Like, she dropped it, and then she picked it up when she left, but she didn't see that there was a bullet lodged in it. Right. So she's at home in her apartment, and she uses, like, her nail file detail. to get the uh, bullet out, and she sees it's a weird-looking bullet. And then she takes a bath, and then Clark comes home, and and she's like, you shouldn't have saved me, because but I know you There's have so to. There's so much wrong with this whole yeah. scene. <laughs> Yeah, this was this was not a strong way to start the movie. <laughs> this but, scene but took that, way too long. It took way too long. First of all, how does Lois Lane know the various types of bullets? And well, she didn't. She no, brought it she to brought a crime. She brought it to uh, the Pentagon. I get it, but it shouldn't. That shouldn't have even clicked in her head, right? To me, that's one. All right, she's a journalist in apparently modern times. People know about the arms trade and shit well, it, like that, it was, though. Journalists, it was they're ballistics. writing about that shit. It, she was trying to do a ballistics move. She was trying to trace like where the bullet came from to find it. It wasn't that the bullet looked weird to her. It was just that she was trying to find out where it came from. I mean, it was a weird-looking bullet, like though. It was the only, was the only piece bullet. of evidence she had from the only entire piece encounter. Of still, so still, she, as a reporter and a journalist, that's the only thing she had to go on. something that the, went and south the, right, that she didn't know. And then when know. the Pentagon can't even identify it, then it's she knew something was up. flimsy pretext to move the story forward, which, as Phil yes. said earlier, doesn't even the story doesn't even need no. the bullet. And they spent a lot of time on this scenario that the movie just didn't need. 
That, and that was a big problem of mine. And and then the they second were trying viewing, to set up the Lex Luthor Superman thing, but really but they badly. didn't have to. Like you don't you don't need it because it's sort of built into the mythos. You know. So getting back to Lois, the Amy Adams being a terrible Lois Lane, and the writing for her, by the way, also being very bad. Um, there's, when, she did not do the best with what she was given. Well, that's true, but what she was given was also yeah, pretty that's what shitty. I mean. With which that comes with connotation. She tried to make so, her tough. You know, I mean, for Christ's sake, Lois Lane said measuring dicks in Man of Steel. That was so crazy. But yeah. here's the th- like the bathtub scene encapsulates a lot of what I hated about Lois Lane because she's mm-hmm. having this moment of clarity where she says to 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 Clark, "You can't love me and still be you," mm-hmm. right? Which is this. I we can't be together. You are Superman. I am in a lot of ways causing you to ignore what you should be doing, the right thing to do. But mm-hmm. okay. Fine. That's good. Agreed. That was a better Holly Hunter. And then she With says helpful, like and then and then Clark <laughs> gives her a rose, kisses her, and climbs into the bathtub with her, and all of that is gone. As if it never even happened. That was although, silly why did he to me. take the tulip out? Why did he do that? Just give her the whole bouquet. All, although, what is the timeline for that? All with, the like, with, how long did, ago did Africa happen at the point that they were in the bathroom? I think, I think like within days. Yeah, I think oh, that's like wait, two days later. Hold on, you think so? The, these Lois's scenes, we might hate them, but they might be a setup for something. Yes, even they bigger. are. That's what I was saying before. You know, they that's might, true. Like, that, that's we, why I'm not going to hate on yeah, Lois yet. We might hate them now. I didn't hate Lois. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this. You're gonna love Lois probably by the I would even say maybe the next movie that she appears All I know in. is it's by twenty twenty three. If it's Amy Adams, if it's Amy Adams, I will not love Amy Lois Adams. Lane. I guarantee you will because I think she's gonna die. I think so too. I I, I think me and Ray are on the same page here. You feel hundred percent. I know exactly. Where <laughs> I will. Be, but I there's will a point like where we can reference that later. Like that. I, I just want like her I want to let Richie continue with the storyline because that will come up later. So. Okay, so now they're in the bathtub. What happens after the bathtub? Gotham. Oh, they're in Gotham, uh, they, and what's you, happening you, you there? Gotham. What? You dry off. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> it's the um the the scene where we don't see Batman beating up a bunch of guys and the cops. Oh, is yes. that what happens yes. next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With okay, so so next we we, we talked about this already. There's a the cops are showing up to a crime scene, and there's a bunch of um uh like human trafficking going on somewhere there's like women in a cage and the cage is unlocked and the cops go down and they try to uh open it up and the in some foreign language the women say oh he saved us you know the devil saved us and they try to open the cops try to open the cage and the women shut it again he goes he's still here and they point upstairs so one of the cops like the younger one goes upstairs with a shotgun that to go see great. That's yeah sort of richie the, talking about it yeah. still it was so terrifying this, this is sort of right out of dark knight rises when the two cops the older yes. cop and the younger cop go to yeah. you, you are know, in for a show Nights, huh? Yeah, and they and, and I liked in the Nolan movie when they actually did that. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Uh-huh. But um, oh, when they were in the car, yeah, yeah in the car, yeah. yeah. That was a great. Scene. Those were your favorite people. I remember. No, that's someone else. No. Oh my anyway, God, we're gonna be like turkeys on Thanksgiving then. No, yeah. we're gonna. I don't not. Ha- I don't hate that guy anymore. Anyway, getting back to it. Dark Knight Driver. <laughs> getting back to it. Stay on target. Is that a bazooka? Stay on target. Negative. Um, you have a very like hyper listening, group that likes to talk a lot, and we're no, all drinking I, coffee. This is the most thorough way to do this, I think, because we'll be able to really pick the shit apart if we go it through is. the whole thing. Um, so they, the guy goes upstairs. He sees the bad guy who's, in, who's responsible for this. He's on the in the corner in pain, like you know, like you just got the shit kicked chained out of him. To a radiator, and, yeah, chained to a radiator, and they, they they shine a flashlight on him, and he's got a brand on him with the bat logo. Right, and then the guy's looking around with the uh, oh, flashlight. And that's then on, you, on, on. Was it attached to the shotgun? Does it matter? 
I don't I don't remember, but no, I think it was just it was a pan. He didn't have a flashlight. Yeah, he or didn't something. Have a flashlight. No, he, had, he didn't have a flashlight. He was looking around, and then all of a sudden, like you see Batman and the, perched in the corner, yeah, of a perched ceiling, in the corner like, of this building, and it's not a big building. It's very claustrophobic. This scene, and the thing is. Ben Affleck, the first time you see him in his costume, he is fucking enormous. He's huge. He's the whole wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. But the thing is, the, the, the fact that he's hiding there in like silence and there's and this huge guy, it that scared the shit out of me more than any other Batman. It was Batman. It was him. And then the guy starts shooting and all of a sudden, like a bat, he moves from wall to wall like I'm watching Adam Hecht play fucking uh, Arkham Asylum. You know, yes. he moves wall to wall. Oh, by the way, side note. Uh, opinionated Adam is the best Arkham player I've ever seen in my life. It's it's scary how wow. good it is. I prefer people to not know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I keep very private. Sorry, sorry. Edit, edit. But anyway, so, um, I haven't heard you say that since Jedi Outcast. Sorry. Sorry. But um, so they start shooting. The guy just you know goes away. Then uh, Batman just like disappears pretty much, which was pretty awesome. But it's the in, way into, he into the ceiling. Yes. He breaks into the he ceiling. He breaks yeah. to the ceiling, and kudos to the audio guys on that, the sound effects guys, because the whirling of the cave, the, like it yep. was so fucking perfect. That so was great. great. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm back in. Like after that first, so the problem is we took a little break from seeing Ben Affleck. And the movie started to go slump a little bit, but then Ben Affleck's back on screen, and the movie's back on track. So what happens next? It was a great Batman movie, a terrible Superman movie. I'm I'm gonna say it as a Superman fan. It just seems that every time we got excited is when the Batman stuff came. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. The very first advanced review, but it had to happen like that. I think too. But no, I agree. But I think I I sort of think it's by design. The first advanced review I read uh, said that it. The movie plays like Zack Snyder wanted to make a Batman movie, <laughs> but had to put Superman in it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really feel like that. God, this is such a this is this is a topic on a, on a whole other level, and I know we'll probably go off for like forty five minutes on it. But I didn't really feel like it was more of a Batman movie or more of a Superman movie. I just felt like it was Superman was already established so much in terms of where what he where he stood and whatnot, and this is kind of like Batman coming back in a sense. So like you know they they focus so much on that because of the reintroduction of this character into this universe. It kind of had to happen that way. Like you made a point that we need to see Superman save these people and those people and that people, and let's put aside the fact that the people on the roof had a jar of white paint to write the Superman logo when their yeah. house was flooded up to the roof. But um, but you they know, made for a really nice panel. But it did. It was nice. But. <laughs> But like you know, I feel like we didn't have to see that because we already know what he does. We know that he what he does. We know what he's trying. No, to do. No, but people complained in the last movie that he didn't do any of that shit. So they kept they put little like you know, like you said, comic book panels, like moving panels of of him like saving people, like saving children from a burning building. That, saving this whole you know, movie I, was moving panels. Yes, I did get that sense very much. Yeah, that this was he's a comic book. And I don't understand movie. why people shit on Zack Snyder for that. I think that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Me too, I agree. Man. On Zack Snyder. Me too. Who are these people? Um. You know, guys. Well, well, some guys. To be I know. fair, I mean, the, the the thing we haven't <laughs> mentioned really is this movie is getting crucified by its critics, like absolutely shitting on it. And despite that, the fans are sort of revolting on the critics. Like I looked at Twitter and I put in hashtag Batman vs Superman, and three out of four, every like three out of four comments I see, like there's one guy saying, "Yeah, this movie sucks. I don't, I don't like it. It's too slow. It's boring." Blah blah blah. Everybody going, "Do not." 
read the reviews. Go see this. Yeah. And that's that's what everybody's saying. Do not read the reviews. I trolled everybody who posted it. Like I'm, one of those I'm not shitty even kidding. I think I've lost friends on Facebook. I, because of I shit. trolled all of them, and like I've never been like that in my life yeah. about anything. I was seeking them out just to be like, stop reading this. Go watch the movie. Yeah. Stop reading this. There was. I was reading a review today that was very. It, it read like a college professor had like a sociology professor had saw this movie and was writing this great review and it was good it was a good review mm-hmm. the guy didn't like the movie but it was a good review at one point though he he wrote that we saw in the bat cave and i'm not quoting him but i'm this is basically what he said that there was a defiled bat suit mm-hmm. that the joker had written on and i stopped reading that point I was oh like, all right so God. you don't even know you yeah is that insane that's insane i didn't even read that I one really, that's yeah. fucking insane that, I, that's I started, not doing your damn homework oh no i i started reading some reviews and then i saw that these people had no the, the movie just it wasn't even that they didn't like it it's went way over their head right it was it, it's just like you just don't know what's it happening it goes back to Adam yeah. West and Christopher Reeve yeah, man that's know, what they're expecting yeah. to see and it's just not where these characters are now pick right. up a fucking comic book and read it and but you'll know like Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck and the whole cast said look we didn't make this movie to get to get good reviews we made this to make fans go ape shit and they and which we did in a lot of we ways did. they did that they mission accomplished i mean he really had to he really beat us over the head with a few themes and he had a lot of setup work to do for the future universe but like he really did that he made us go fucking crazy there, there were moments in that movie that i will remember my whole life oh, yeah. like when wonder woman shows up and the whole oh. audience went whoa you know what i mean like that was just an amazing thing but go on Please they should it. not have shown that in the trailer yeah. Oh, that's my other problem with this fucking yeah. thing. Like he 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 did he did show a little bit too much of his cards. I mean, he didn't spoil the plot really, but he spoiled a few beats that would have been great. I knew Wonder Woman saved them from Doomsday's heat vision. I knew Doomsday was in the fucking movie yeah. to begin with. Yeah. He should have never done that 100%. I mean, look, we would have all figured it out anyway, like, you know, when when Lex was getting his hands on uh, on Zod and like that whole Genesis Chamber thing. We probably were like, "Yo, is he making do? We would have figured it out, but even figuring it out just to see that for the first time on the screen, seeing it in the movie, would have been like the most mind blowing fucking thing ever. And I remember reading an interview with Zack Snyder after the Doomsday trailer had aired, which, for the record, I screamed like an eight year old boy. Like I, I had, <laughs> really? I, had I screamed like an eight year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have three. I have three herniated discs in my back right now, and I have to see a surgeon a week and a half. And this is like right when this injury happened. This trailer came out, and I still like forced myself to jump up in the air like a little fucking kid, like, oh my god, fucking Doomsday. And my mother comes out and goes, are you okay? They go, no! You know, I was freaking out, you know? So, but like, but I remember reading an interview with Zack Snyder after that saying like, trust me, we didn't ruin anything. There's still so much you didn't know. And when I saw the movie, I didn't feel like he was right. I felt that like, was no, a big giant I'm pretty lie. sure yeah. you kind of fucked that up, you yeah, know? Yeah, they gave away, too, they showed too many of their cards. I mean, look, they didn't give away the big twist and they didn't give away like... The cameos. Uh, and, and, and also things were not what in sequence. Twist? Well, the fact that, that he dies at the end. He didn't die. That's we'll get not there. a twist. No, he did. That's not a friggin' twist. Okay, we'll get there. I have faith. Anyway, so get back. next, I think we're all having a good time telling the story of the movie. I think that's what it is. But, <laughs> yeah. We're too uh, excited still. This is, it's been but, like an hour. Look, it's because we want people to fucking know how good this movie but, but is look, and stop reading this re- shit online. Really? Really? Some, one of my college professors told me, great art is polarizing. Like, good, like, okay art, like, you know, everybody likes this sort of thing. Oh, that's good. That's cool. You know, like, everybody kind of likes the Avengers. You know, I like the Avengers. Like, you know, whatever. Uh, but really great art, like, people like, that is a piece of shit 
or people say, no, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. People can't see me rolling my eyes, but I'm rolling them like Liz Lemon does really, really fucking hard. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take, no, me, take me down with that. I'm not taking you down. I, I, the it's not the problem art. I have is with your college professor, right? Like these aren't, first of all, these, these aren't people that are Fuck giving the shitty reviews. These are critics. There's a big difference between critics and people. <laughs> it stinks. People, thank you. People like this movie. Yeah. Critics don't like it. And all of their reasoning is, to me, flawed because there is no – they're not putting it into the context of the larger universe the way us idiots and geeks are because <laughs> they maybe have girlfriends or lives. <laughs> I don't well, have you, either. You, oh, God. You, know, you, reference, you reference art though and the beautiful thing about art is the is the evolution of art. I mean this is a, is a show called Band Geek, right? So you, you talk about music like – you know, not with, artist, us, not with us, though, right? An, an artist comes to yeah, I don't know about us, not for two years, whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, you talk about like an artist who puts out an album, their first album, and we love it. You know, it's like, oh my god, I can't wait to hear the next one. You know, that's that's what this is. Like, but it's then like, we build it up. It and was then we something don't like new. It, that it was much. something different. That's why we liked it in the first place. We can't wait to see where it evolves to from there. And that's 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 been the history of music in general. I mean, it's the same thing with with comics for me. Like, I love seeing the changes. Like, I don't want to read the same story every time in a different you know. In the same way, I want to read it if they have to do it, like with the new Fifty Two and now Rebirth. I want to read these stories again and see, like, okay, how is he gonna tell it, and what is what is he gonna change that actually makes sense, like you know things like you know we talk yeah, about Doomsday. This isn't gonna be the last Batman version you ever see. No, no it's way. Not. This is no not way. The, the, and we wouldn't be, be alive for the, half of them. It's the pinnacle live action Batman. That oh, I it oh, fucking yeah. is, man. He it set the fucking bar, is. Man. He set the bar high, dude. So, Muff, what happens next? Um. Uh. Then Clark sees it. Uh. Sees the report of the bat. Uh, oh, we're back in. We're, we're back, back in, in the metropolis. Daily Planet. Cooking, cooking shirtless. And then. Um. And then. Uh, yes, that's right. Superman cooking cooks. Uh, cooking shirtless and. Um, Chopped. Can we just talk about how good his eggs looked? By the way, I did. Looked delicious. Perfect omelets. <laughs> oh man, he had. I'm that. sorry. I thought you said. He was abs? like, I ain't even heat this pan. I, I do my said. eyes. <laughs> well, that works oh, too. I would have really liked to see that though. That would have been adorable. I would have liked to have seen Superman shave with his heat vision in the first one, but we couldn't get that either, could we? <laughs> I uh, uh I'm, I'm like dirty com- comic things. <laughs> as a completely <laughs> heterosexual male, Henry Cavill had that fucking like. Oh, the sweatpants are kind of low here, and you see where the abs kind of start to meet where his dick is going to go. The V points directly to his dick. In the female world, we call that the V. The V? Oh, that's the V in Batman v Superman. Henry Cavill's V, where his sweatpants meet his dick. I have more like a U. And it's a starring fucking role. I have to lift my cut up the to Omega see if there's any layers upside under down. <laughs> um, well, so, that's the end. It's not going to get any better than that. But so we see, so we see the. Uh, I call it the dark side. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, so we see him uh, cooking and watching the thing, and then after that is Lex meeting um, Holly Hunter's character uh, at uh, LexCorp. For oh, the first time. Oh, right. Her and another like uh, government person, military guy. Yeah. They come and uh, Pentagon person. I think. Yeah, yeah, and they come and they see that Lex is, has discovered that kryptonite is is a uh, you know what is what it is. Which right. I'm sorry, I, I just would like to say how much I really liked what LexCorp was when they walked in, since they had a younger like Lex Luthor, where it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like Google and like they're he's all playing saying, basketball. he's playing basketball yeah. and he's grabbing some like uniformly colored Jolly Ranchers and like I just really loved that. It reminded me of yeah, the only, the only actually, important part of this scene was the introductory of 
you know, the senator-to-Lex and the military yeah. guy and having her not be about what Lex was doing, but the military goes, well, what do you need? Because I'm with you. You know, like, yeah. you know, and, and him saying, no, this isn't, uh, um, this isn't defense for the country. This is planetary defense. You know, right. this is... And that's kind of like just what happens. And then, then the guy gives him access to the Kryptonian ship and General Zod's remains. What were we going to say, Adam? I don't remember. And then we see Mercy. Oh, yeah. Oh, who was completely wasted in this movie. I know. She was a Captain Phasma of this movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a there's a theory going online that she's a robot because in the comics she's a robot at oh, okay. some point. Um, yeah, so we get the setup for the fact that That'd Lex had cool. Lex has harnessed kryptonite. He knows that it it can hurt General Zod, and he wants access to the the ship that uh, crashed in the middle of the city, which is now tented off in yep. the middle of the city. And he wants access to General Zod's body, and they willingly give it to him. The military guy, not Holly Hunter. No, what the, he needs the Holly ship Hunter is for? The terraforming one, right? Yeah. yeah. We see another scene earlier in the movie where they're off the coast of the Indian Ocean, and uh, all right, we there's two. Where there's the two, other terraforming There's two thing like happened. divers, and they go and they, you know, find this big chunk of kryptonite in the ocean, and they're actually they work for Lex, and Lex needs Holly Hunter, the senator, to um, allow him to transport this potentially radioactive or definitely radioactive mineral from a foreign country uh, to import it into America. That was Addis Ababa. Mm. <laughs> I have a question. Are we going to Addis so, Ababa? <laughs> so Where's obviously, we're getting ahead of ourselves when, if I ask this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If he was so easily able to smuggle it into, smuggle it into the country Why anyway, didn't he just do it in the first place? Why the hell would you ask permission to do that? Because well, he wanted to know that he had the government's backing to actually do it. Without, yeah, I never, I you know never problem mean? with that either. He wanted to know that people were on his side, and and they weren't, and he, that's what made him upset about it. Because the very next, well, sort of the next scene is when she shows up to his house, and you know, and they're talking or some shit like that, and she says, "I'm putting a block on your import." Of well, he the really rock. thought he was doing the right thing. Well, at, maybe uh, up to the, up to this point, like he thought he was like, you know what. This is a look what this guy did to my city. You know what I mean? Like we need to be able to shut this yeah, shit and down. Why Isn't it aren't funny how Lex Luthor side. and Superman are almost the same? Like I'm trying to do good here, but yeah. it's not what you think is good. But also, this might be the evolution evolution of Lex Luthor. Like maybe now he's just not going to deal with the government. He's going to use all back channels. Well, clearly he, he's, he's a got sn- a screw loose, but he didn't. I don't think he was. You know, no, but he's a, he's a snotty kid, and he looked at a problem with the world, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, "Hey, I just solved one of the world's problems." Like. Pat me on the back. I'm great. Like it's like someone curing a disease, and and then someone saying, "Nah, I don't want you. No thanks. I think we're okay." He's like, "But I just solved one of the world's problems. Like, you know, give me what I want." And and they, and then Holly Hunter's like, "No, I'm not doing that because I think you're full of shit." Yeah. You know, and which he probably was. Le- but Lex Luthor, there's really something important about this Lex Luthor character in this movie that I haven't seen anything talk about. I mean, people say like, "Hey, he's a little neurotic and stuff like that." I think it's it's deeper than that. I mean. Clinically speaking, the guy is clearly mental, but he knows it. And 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 where you see that probably the best. I mean, aside from his little smirks and him trying to keep his cool, when he's at the party at and the he's party. talking and then he starts to lose it, he quickly shuts himself down and goes, "Okay, drink," because he knows he's about to lose it. And he doesn't want anybody to see that. You what know, happened? it's very evil. It's very two faced Harvey Dentish, right. like where. What personality do I follow here because I don't know what the fuck to do and I don't want to lose it in front of people and have them know that I even have this other side of me, you know? And, and it happens anyway. And that's what's so, that's the evolution of Lex Luthor that we hope comes next. It, it's going to pay off. I, I have faith it will. What, ha- what, happens, th- what happens next in the movie? Let's move this, let's move this along. The party? Where How about we? we just skip to the important parts? We don't have to no. chronologically go, Richie. Well, well you, next should, in the movie. you should talk about this the party is not anyway. Spoilers. This is, you're, you're just spelling the plot out. That's boring. Amory, uh, Amory stop talking. Muff, what's next in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where were we just? Uh, Ray, Ray was t- talking too long the about v. something. Oh, the <laughs> so, yeah, so he, no, so he, um, 
uh, um, she goes. Corp. She goes to LexCorp, and he's like, "She's like, no, you can't have your license." Uh, no, she, she's like, "I don't believe you." And then he gets the shit from the the dude. Um, after that, I think it's back at the Daily Planet, if I'm not mistaken. He, no, it's back at the Daily Planet. Oh, it's and- back at the Daily Planet, and 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 Clark is arguing with Perry that we should do a story on Batman, and he's like, "No, can't sports." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then Lois vigilante. So- Next up, a lot of the reviews that I read, like I kind of was thinking that we were going to go off all the bad reviews and kind of disprove them all. Mm -hmm. But one of the bad reviews I got was like the a lot of it was character stuff, and they said Perry was terrible. I was like, are you kidding me? He's exactly what he's supposed to be, right? Because he didn't say great seizures, ghost. Fuck everybody. Seriously, no, no, because he was like shouting. He was shouting generic like. Like print room nonsense that people like. And he had probably one of the best Easter eggs of the whole movie. Well, you know, this is 1938. I was like, oh, that was great. That was great. Uh, Whatever. I, lo- I loved Perry. So. so I actually thought he was um, all right. I, I had I had a thing about and him. And then Clark him, though, was like first. doing the whole thing. Clark was doing the whole thing about back. This paper used to stand for something. I'm like, this is you in know, Kansas. They, you know, yeah. they say something really important there too. That he, that he goes, what's the matter? Poor people don't read papers. And Perry goes, no, people don't read newspapers. <laughs> And that's the truth. Adam, Adam Jones. I was going to say that this Perry was great, but I have to give Marvel the edge on portrayal of newspaper folks. Not even with the Daredevil stuff, but J. Jonah Jameson and the Spider-Man <laughs> It's movies. pretty funny. It's I like that character. Unbelievable how accurate that is to the comics. You mean our new Commissioner Gordon, J.K. Simmons? Yes, our new Commissioner Gordon, J.K. Simmons. Burger. Idiot. Um, <laughs> so Perry was great. A lot of good Easter eggs. I didn't have any problem with what he was doing. No, that didn't I just, even enter my mind. Yeah, I, and like Ray, I love the comment, people don't read newspapers. And I work yeah. in digital media, so I know people don't read newspapers. If <laughs> yeah. um, people, if critics are really picking apart Fishburne's performance there, then they're grasping at straws. No, like yep. I'm, I'm saying I we saw it Monday night before it came out. And Tuesday, no, You're welcome. And, fucking no, Ray. Fucking Ray. <laughs> no, but the point I'm trying to make is that's in the review on Tuesday you, that I read on Tuesday. Thanks, I was like, Ray. shut up. Yeah. Really? They didn't do a good job of controlling when the reviews came out. Because if they all came out at the same time, there might have been some good ones. But the fact that the first few were bad, everybody jumped on the bandwagon I, at that point. You know point. what? I just was so surprised at how many of them were bad. After see- actually seeing the movie on Monday, by Tuesday, Wednesday, couldn't believe it. I just couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, did they watch the same fucking thing I, I wasn't did? surprised at how many were bad, but I was surprised at how bad they were. Yeah. yeah. They were vehement. Hatred. It wasn't like, oh, you know, Batman vs. Superman didn't really do that well. It wasn't really that good. It was, this is the worst movie ever. There are reviews comparing this to Halle Berry's Catwoman. And it's mind-boggling. Mind-blowing. Did we see the same movie? That's how I kept thinking. Like, Did you watch this movie? Because I've watched this movie. Wait a second. No, it started with a Is that a review that you saw? Yawn of Justice. Oh, God. That's actually a really good pun. Oh, so anyway, man. back at the Batcave, B- Batman is is tracking someone uh, the called white Portuguese. the White Portuguese, and someone. he's uh, he's and this I really liked because again it's Batman and he's doing he's doing detectiving, yeah. which we've never actually seen him do in any can, of the movies. Can we also Untrue. take a second? And the Batcave was the best fucking Batcave. I loved that Batcave. I love the fucking perfect. Batmobile so much. It's pretty cool. It was perfect. The Batcave was perfect. The Batmobile was perfect. It was perfect. It, it was continue. real. Continue, Richard. So he had a grapple gun. I want to. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, oh. That one shot where he goes, and then like goes to the side. <laughs> it was fucking great. Uh, the, uh, the perch on the building with Doomsday's heat vision. That's the best. But go. Oh, the perch on the building that they give you in the trailer. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, another thing ruined. You're I want right. to. I, I I gotta touch on this just because it it, it keeps coming up. 
You you said that Ray before that you were interested in you want to see where it goes and all this kind of stuff. I think in the Marvel movies, and I'm not I'm not shitting on the Marvel movies. That's not the point. But they he's about to shit on the Marvel movies. No, that I I like the Marvel movies, but a lot of people complain that some of them just set up the other Marvel movies, like uh, Iron Man two set up the Avengers, and Avengers two set up. I don't know what, you know, like they just, it's just kind of like, Hey, here's just plot moving along so we can tease you something at the end. And then that gets us to the next movie. This in Batman vs Superman in V Superman, um, the, uh, there's a lot of pieces out of, um, out of order. A lot of pieces out of order. Yes. And a lot of people are saying Zack Snyder doesn't have a story tell. It's not linear. This is kind of that. I it's one of the notes I made when I saw it uh, the other, the the third time is that I like the way that they're doing it because it it's making me want to see stuff more. We're gonna get to the the dream sequences later, but just the fact it's like why is Wayne Manor burned down? Right. Yeah. You know why is the why on the Batman suit is there writing? Why why is the Robin suit you know in there and it says <laughs> you know jokes on you ha ha like. I'm like, holy shit, like, you get a sense of all this stuff that happened well, that we haven't seen, and I like that it's it's coming prequels? in pieces. Don't we, know why, don't we know why the house burned down? Because a drunken billionaire burned it down? Because it happened in the last trilogy? Yeah, but this yeah. is... <laughs> it's not supposed to be I was going to make that joke, but... but <laughs> Wayne Manor has been destroyed a couple times in the comics. I, I really couldn't even cite to you one of them right now, but I know it has. What is the point of all those push-ups, Master Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't lift a bloody log. Um, your Alfred's better than push ups. I hope you're not I'm a member of the Fire Brigade. Michael Kane. <laughs> I'm Michael Kane. Um, but you know what I mean? Do you understand what I mean, though? Like, it's they, they gave us a lot of information in this movie, and it, it really makes you want to see. The world's not pristine. More. It's it, it shit happened, and and it's, it's very not lived exactly in. in the story. But you see it like, oh, shit's happened. And, and Bat and Bruce, Batman, Bruce, whatever. Ben Affleck. Bat Bruce. He Bat Bruce. Batfleck. He reflects that. I think. A lot of this stuff that happened in the past that Jared's talking about is why he's so angry, why he's so violent. Yeah, this I, is I not we're Batman on his A game. I think we're getting a prequel Batman movie eventually. I, That's not going to be what we've seen a hundred times already, but something like The Killing Joke with Jason yep. Todd, things like, like I that. Yeah, I don't want to see a prequel Batman movie to this. I want to see you know a Batman either in between this and Justice League. Or just some sort of I, I standalone I Batman I story. I, I, I'm, I'm done with standalone Batman. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I don't want. I want everyone. I want ensemble. It. Well, yeah. well, here, here's, uh, here's my next. It here's all, my next point. Here's my next point because yeah. we haven't really mentioned it too much except for title of the group. But uh, Suicide Squad is is. I'm stupid excited. To see we that movie. don't know oh, what, what the fucking timeline is. We don't know when that takes place, but we know Batman is in it. So is that before? Um, it uh, might be before Dawn of Justice. Be. That's true. Is it during? Is it after? I think it is. I think it's before, I think and it's I think they're also. very much going to touch on what is actually going on with Batman's character. And that I hope. I think it's it's going to lead into some sort. They may not show it to us again, but I think we're going to have a better idea because like, we all have our theories about you know is the Joker actually Joker or is he somebody else? I don't want to ruin that for anybody either. But um, and I think that's a really good theory. So I, you know it may that may touch on that and that in that movie alone. You know I, I, who knows, man? I, but I wouldn't mind a, a, some sort of 
glimpse in, in the past of what happened with this Batman. But again, I don't mind seeing things out of order. I don't care if Suicide Squad takes place, place five years before You know why? Because when Man you see Steel. things like the Robin costume and shit like that, we as fans, we're the ones that are going to be like, yeah! yeah. Oh, we kind oh, of no. Mind you, on. mind you, the writing on the costume is very similar to the tattoos that on we've seen on on Joker's chest. It's Jack in Lito's that, chest, yeah. It's, it's, on, it's, it's that handwriting. On purpose. There's yeah. a lot of things. No, we can I tell, mean, but that's like a whole other episode. But that's also the, to be to be fair. That's also the font in the Killing Joke where he's got his hands on his oh, head. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think they're all just. That's the Joker font. So yeah. winks. Anyway, g- getting back to this, uh, Batman's detecting, which I love. Uh, he's on a case, and he he's, did do that in the other he, movie, though. He, no, but he's like really detecting. He's like, he's I, got the I'm screens. trying to, I'm trying to track down like the the white Portuguese. I think they're importing a dirty bomb into Gotham. He's right? Bluetooth. He knows something's coming. He doesn't know what it is yet. He goes, but he he thinks Lex is involved. So he's he's talking to Alfred. He goes, I need the suit. I have to break into LexCorp. He goes, he goes. Listen, you did more. You know, as Bruce Wayne, you're, you're doing great right now. You don't need. You know, he goes. Bruce Wayne can't break in. He goes. Bruce Wayne won't have to. Bruce Wayne was invited, and Lex is having some sort of like live. Library uh, uh, charity event. No, you skipped a whole bunch of it's, stuff. It's okay. No, you skipped a very important thing. What? Well, you skipped him in the, the fighting the, ring. The fight I know pick. I skipped that, but I'm trying to move move it along here. I want. Oh, so you're going to the important plot points. Like yes, I like said you said. Before. Okay, Wait, so there's a fight. And Bruce to... Wayne whispers something to the guy's ear, and then he's like, "Okay," and then he goes back. He wins, and he's like, hmm, "Wink," and that's it. That's all that happens. So I, what, <laughs> what was that about, though? What, was that like? It's because he knows how to fight, and he was like, he was honestly from a fighting standpoint, because I know there's a couple people that have been trained in certain things here, and I used to do it as well, and I've been in fight. He probably said, like, you know, listen, he's dropping his left or he's giving well, a yeah, he's, he's giving no, a duck, I don't think that's what he said. I think he tell. fixed that fight so he could win or the other guy no, lose. No, I'm no with way. Ray on this. No I think way. he said, he, like, he, you know, he, he, he drops his left. Yeah, you know he what drops I mean? like, his left or, or he turns, he puts his head down when he throws it right. He has a tell, is, what, is, is pretty much what I think he's telling him because he's getting his know. ass kicked. And then as soon as that he whispers looks that, to him. that guy looks to him from the beginning, he goes, huh? What do I do here? No, do I... he didn't. No, yes, no, no, no. Did. It's only it's only when he got pushed into Bruce Wayne that 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 that's when Bruce Wayne said something to him, and it's kind of like what? And then he went back. He did exactly what he told him to do. He won the fight. And no, he, no, he was and a he smaller goes, guy, and Bruce Wayne bet on him. Is what happened. Yeah, but Anne Marie is right. They do. They give a nod to each other at some. At, no, at yeah, the, at the, the, the end of the fight. After, after at the end he, of the fight. After right. Bruce tells him how to oh, win. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. not how I interpreted it, but that's okay. But also, where was? Why wasn't he matches Malone? What? In that boxing ring? I don't know. Oh, that was a perfect setup to be Matches Malone. But anyway, moving on. Maybe it was. Uh, so, oh, by the way, he did that fight wait. scene so we can meet the, the uh, Russian right. Yeah. Guy. Yes, KG Beast, and he, and he takes and he clones KG Beast's phone, and that's a big yes. po- part of it. You're right, Muff. KG Beast? That's his name. It's KG, KG Beast. Beast. I'd also like what? to point out the fact that Richie's now what? rushing it because he realizes that this is taking Get way it? too rushing, long. Rushing? Rushing? Uh, KG Beast? Well, okay. Listen, Get out. I, look. <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay here all night and do this, but I know some of us have to wake up early tomorrow. So I'm trying to be, you know. I've already made the decision that I'm staying up all night. Okay, good. So anyway, in this fight, <laughs> in this fighting fit, no, but um. So, but, yeah, so Bat- yes, Batman did his detective, he's, he's on a and case. now he's going to Lex Luthor's party yeah. about the library. And this is the the part you've seen from the trailer because they, which they spoiled this entire fucking scene. Yeah. Uh, when when Bruce no, Wayne meets don't. Clark Kent no, the first time, no, they don't. She's right, and I know what she's gonna no, say. No, they don't. Because I lost my shit when that happened. Well, there's one cool thing they do that's do not mean, in that's, that. That's, that's the three whole scene. Cool no, but do. that whole scene is in the trailer. 
No, it's not. No, Which it's not. Scene? No, the coolest part except that scene for him is overhearing the, the radio okay, call. Like the whole scene's in the trailer. No. Him overhearing the radio call, Diana stealing uh-huh. his hard drive, and. Brood, right, why don't you brood, tell the story? Tell the story of the scene. So they get. So uh, Clark is covering the, the society beat. And um, it's a it's a fundraiser for the, the library. Let you, the let you eat cake beat. That's um, what he said. Bruce has to get into Lex's house so that he can plant a device so that he can get he, access he's to cloning Lex's, his hard drive. Yeah, to get access to his computers. Um, so he's there and he's pretending to be the that that's the stuff that's missing from the trailer. The only thing you see in the trailer is Bruce and Clark talking to each other. But one of the best parts of that scene is Bruce being fake Bruce. Like, well, I got uh, that in the trailer, but okay. Yeah, but he's hypocritical, don't you think? Yeah, yeah but him, him being like, oh, uh, Came the, the drink Daily you Planets, yeah, Daily Planets, do I own that one? Or like, yeah. I thought I was looking for the bathroom. Like, yeah. that's Bruce being fake Bruce. Um, our but first introduction of Batman Diana. the whole time. And you go to, and, and Clark hearing him on the radio. Uh, but so you, like, during the speech, you, uh, Lex's speech, sorry, Lex goes up and gives a speech, and... Bruce starts making his way downstairs to get access to the the hard drive, and Clark hears the ear, the earpiece that Alfred is talking to. So right then Bruce and there, on. he figures out that which Bruce was Batman, I'm which sorry, was not given happened, away in the trailer. That's the coolest thing that's happened. That, in that when movie. that happened, I was like, oh. No, yeah. I love that. I love that, but I felt that that too much of that scene was in the trailer. I'm sorry. There was none of that in the trailer. Dude, the, the whole conversation the they have is in the trailer. Oh, the whole conversation Richie, they have. You're missing the point. The, the, I'm not missing the point. I love that scene, listen, but I wanted to see less minute, of it wait, in the wait, trailer. Wait, there's something bigger that happens in that scene than just him cloning the drive, the introduction of Diana, him hearing the radio, is the fact that Lex Luthor knows exactly who the fuck they are the entire yep. time. Yeah. Okay? He comes up knowing that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. He comes up and he says, like, oh, we finally got you in a Oh, maybe we can pair up with something because because yeah. what does he say? My R and D department is always is up to no good. Yeah. Like wink, and then he fucking hits Clark Kent in the chest. Goes, oh, don't pick a fight with this guy because he fucking knows who they are, and that was not given away in the trailer. Matter of fact, when I saw that trailer, I thought that Bruce Wayne I already knew who Clark Kent was, and Clark Kent already knew who Bruce Wayne was. I was like, that might be what it is. I never thought that. I'm not saying oh, I shit, didn't like that so. scene. I'm saying that's what I, I found hard to believe in that scene was when Clark Kent, the reporter, the journalist, says, "Oh, who's that?" Mm-hmm. That's Bruce Wayne, one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. It's like saying, D- "Who's Donald Trump? Who's that?" No, yeah. he was, but he was also like a like like fifty yards away. He was kind of like, "Oh, who's everybody going nuts for over he there?" Has, and to he has supervision, fair. Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Shit. I agree with Ray because it's in the sense of like a paparazzi, where it's like a car pulled up. All of a sudden, there's fifty photographers around, and yeah. he's like, "Who just pulled up?" Yeah, I think that's kind of what they were going for there. I don't think it was like a, he didn't recognize him. Or... I, I love that scene, but I just wish I saw less of it in the trailer. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so he tr- he goes to clone the drive. Clark hears the whole conversation he's having with Alfred in his earpiece because he's Superman. Oh, and so so, so right so right then uh, Clark knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. He figured it out right then, and um, he's following him around, which is fu- kind of funny because I thought for sure that Bat that, that Bruce would find out that Clark is Superman way before Clark found out that Bruce is Batman, but uh, didn't work that way. But it actually jives with Superman's power. It does. Like, it it does. does. It's perfect. It does. So he goes to see – so, you know, um, Bruce clones the hard drive uh, of Lex's and he goes to get it because it had to like download for seven minutes. Mm. And he goes back to get it and Clark follows him because he hears him talking to, you know, to Alfred saying, okay, sir, the, the copy is complete. Go grab the drive. And he go grabs it. But meanwhile, uh, Superman's distracted because he sees there's a uh, – there's a 
catastrophe happening in, well, that's in, in Mexico. Actually, it's actually when he initially went down to connect the drive that Superman was following him. No, when he went to go pick it up. No, when he went to go pick it up, that's when Diana thing happened. Because yeah. it was it was when no, he was... No, Clark was when he, following him. You know he was, but it was when Clark followed him was when he was told Alfred, he goes, all right, Alfred, where am I going? And he was giving him directions to where to go to hook up that thing in the first place. Not that it really matters, Whatever, but... but anyway, then we he goes to get the drive, and he finds the drive is missing, and uh, Wonder Woman took it, or Diana, who... Gal Gadot is just breathtaking. I'm oh. sorry. I had a lot of reservations because she d- doesn't look like the obvious choice for Wonder Woman physically. And quick, talk, I, I mean talk boobs. about it quick. Your wife left the room. I mean boobs. <laughs> um, that's basically all I mean is boobs. Boobs are fantastic. What the hell are you talking about? Dude, have you listened to this podcast before? I love boobs. I told you before. No. <laughs> um, but we. My girlfriend dressed up as Wonder Woman the night we went to see the movie. <laughs> And her boobs look great. And, the, and I love you, after Jess. they saw the movie. <laughs> um, but to me, like, she had all the, I guess the word is gravitas. Like, she she really, like, sort of had this sort of, like, aristocratic, you know, but, like, worldly, like, wise sort of just whole. And her accent. Her whole vibe. And the accent was Everybody so Everybody was great. shitting on the fact that she had an accent too. She was skinny. I think her accent made that role so much more oh, exotic. Because Wonder I Woman is that. exotic. Why? She's not American, I, Wonder Woman. I get that, but that's not how I hear her in my head, and therefore you hear her exist. like this. I am Wonder Woman, like whatever it is. Wait, in the that, animated nobody, that's, she nobody totally hears guy. her like a guy who owns a Greek <laughs> diner. <laughs> you come, I, I give you free you totally, bread. I totally went with the Greek. We thing. make your dreams come true. The guy passed back home, but she's always like, "I am Diana, princess of da 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 da." That's you know, to me, that's kind of like you, I, I love Wonder Woman, but it almost made her sound like a fucking lesbian in the well, animated series and okay, shit like that. I'll pick on Marvel now if you're picking on this. Why does um, Black Widow have no Russian accent? Ha ha! Boom. Because uh, Scarlett Johansson can't act. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I I totally love the accent, and I like that they're gonna from what I've seen so far from the Entertainment uh, Weekly picture that they're gonna go for that whole like Greek mythology sort of th- angle. I'm, I, I dig it. I thought she was great. The way that they just the way that the director described it in a little blurb, she said something along the lines of like Themyscira, where Wonder Woman is from. Um, she said it's it's like it's not specifically Greek, but it's like it's a lot of culture. Like it's, it's a not, lot not of not Greek. It's not not Greek, right. um, <laughs> but it's just like a lot. It's influenced by a lot of ancient cultures. So it's, it's like the it's, arms. Well, diner. because think about it, the 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 location of Greece and Crete, like that's that's essentially the Middle East. If you're really geographically looking it's, at she's it, she's Mediterranean, it's right there. Yeah, but it does no. There's no dude. Totally. But we also don't totally. know. We no. don't know her origin Greece yet is... either. So we don't know how no, they're going to speak on the I'm talking about islands. the islands at the bottom. That's fine, but I don't want to debate geography on a band geek podcast. No, but I'm saying it makes well, it sense that she has side. multicultural. I actually hope it's. I hope it's a lot like the Wonder Woman. Uh, animated that she had that uh, harmonic minor theme, you know. Oh, that like, music was awesome. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the music really quick. How fucking great is the music in this movie? Amory and I pointed out the Lex Luthor theme was is completely ripped off of one of Beethoven's pieces, and it's awesome. And Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is uh, is immigrant song. Yeah, <laughs> Diana of the Gulps in seven. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, say one of the shitty reviews I read also picked that out, and I immediately gave it just a little bit more credence. 
because it eh. picked up on the immigrant song stuff. I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll finish reading your review. And, and then I finished reading it; it was terrible. But, <laughs> yeah, but at least you nailed the music part. <laughs> the music, the music was wonderful in this movie. I, I bought the soundtrack. I um, instantly. I've been, I've been listening to it nonstop. It's it's awesome. To before the movie, I um, loved it. So the senator blocks. Uh, that what happens next? Yes. Yeah, so after the party, then we're at Lex's house, and the senator tells Lex that she's not approving his import license, and then he tells her a weird story about uh, the painting, the painting yeah. and peach tea, and and Granny's peach tea. Uh, she's, she she says, says, "Can you I can, call? You can piss in a glass and call it Granny's piss peach bucket, tea, yeah. but I'm not, but but, but I'm, I'm not going to buy what it. you're selling, yeah. right? Yeah, because she thinks he's trying to kill Superman, and that's not what she really wants to do. She wants to, you know, regulate Superman, not kill him, right? So okay, Hollywood. Sure. So then, the next shortly after that, we see Bruce in the Batcave, and he's starting to decode Lex's hard drive. No, he he doesn't have it yet. Wonder Woman has it. Oh, sorry, that's right. The next scene, they're they're at another party in the at a museum. She tells him that she didn't steal it; she borrowed it. And then she that boys don't share. Boys don't share. You're. uh, I love that. I think they're gonna touch on that sort of Alexander in her standalone movie. By the way, that could be cool. And men are all the same, and and mankind is blah 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 blah. Um, And she gives. She tells Bruce that his um, his hard drive is back in his car. Yeah. She so she just borrowed it because she on can't it, decrypt it. She can't decrypt it and she says that she took it because Lex Luthor has a photograph that belongs to her. Right. After that we see Bruce in the Batcave starting to decode the hard drive and it's like, what buffering? Buffering. Yeah, it's one percent. It's real player seven. And, and then, <laughs> then one of the craziest parts of the movie happens. So he falls asleep. Or we think he's to fall asleep. We we're going to be actually, talking about this for about 45 minutes. We, okay, we go don't on. actually know he falls asleep. We kind of assume he falls asleep. We don't see him close his eyes. We don't this see is him. the only dream sequence that may actually not have been a dream. I yes. wish. Yeah. I agree. I wish that they showed us him closing his eyes. That would have helped me so much. Yeah, yeah but, but I don't, I don't know think they, they, they did that. it on purpose, though. I, they, but I, they I, I think they did that on purpose. On purpose. Can uh, we, by the way, can we agree to not call this the nightmare, K- K-N-I-G-H-T, mare? Because well, I think that's what well, We weren't going to call it that anyway until you brought no, it up. Now I'm going Now I have to call it that. So in the nightmare sequence, not spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. In the nightmare. I, I actually appreciate that more than the nightmare. That's a terrible pun. Nightmare. And I like good puns. Uh, so what do we see, Buff? <laughs> so we see Batman basically coming out of like an underground kind of bunker. Yeah. Um, and he's wearing he, a duster. He's wearing his cowl. He's wearing a duster. He's wearing goggles. He looks like steampunk Batman. He Steampunk Batman. Pretty Yeah. And he she walks up to the shit. edge of a cliff. <laughs> and at the edge of the cliff, far in the distance, we see a destroyed city. An, un, an undisclosed destroyed city. We see an Omega symbol. Ooh, and I, I pissed my oh, pants right yeah. then. In yep. the ground. And we see Dude, everybody pit. screamed when they saw that in the theater. Oh, Do you remember uh, For that? the record, Richie was the first one to catch that in the trailer. And it was like, literally, bam. So... I was like, yeah! What did you go frame by frame for that? No, I was like, I was like, what was that symbol? What was that symbol? <laughs> Back to the trailer, revealing way too much. But anyway, uh, for those of you that don't know, Omega symbol is uh, associated with the character Darkseid, who is like, if you're familiar with the Avengers, is is Thanos for DC, <laughs> um, and he's on the planet Apocalypse, and he's like, he wants to end free will in the galaxy. But go on. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, he doesn't. What? You just brought this to a screeching <laughs> This is the most awkward silence I've seen between two people in my entire life. Richie is either 
really mad at me with his eyes or undressing me with his eyes? I actually think he's trying to give you the Omega stare right you're actually, now. You're actually mostly undressed already. So. <laughs> I think he's trying to give you the Omega Go stare on, right now. Go on, finish your story. No one has ever avoided finish my it. Omega beams. So we see an Omega symbol and we see, a fire, we see fire pits. Um, we then see a bunch of trucks pull up and Batman kind of meets them. And he gets on and he talks to the guy. He goes, did you get it? And they're like, yep, sure, here it is. And they, uh, there's a box open and you think there's kryptonite in it. And then you go over and Batman was duped, which yeah. I don't believe. Um, but Batman was duped and there's just a green light bulb in it. And then he's like, no. And all the people guys. People start getting shot outside. Yeah, people start getting shot. Like his team. Yeah, basically Batman's team starts getting shot, and then... By guys Batman with pulls, Superman jackets on, yeah. with Superman logos on right. their sleeve. Yeah. And Batman pulls out two pistols Superman and starts shooting people. Everybody's like, what the hell? <laughs> but, you know, it's not... I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but go on. So Batman starts shooting people, basically starts taking people down, eventually gets cold cocked and yep. surrounded, and then... Parademons show up. All of a sudden, yeah. And then, yes, Very I'm sorry. important, too. Parademons are also uh, relative to Darkseid, um, that they are basically his henchmen. They are big, gigantic demons with wings. Um, and it's not like they we saw like them... They look like black Geonosians. Bre- a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not, but it's not only that they were in the background. <gasps> like, there was one front and center, just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman gets knocked out. The next thing we see him wake up in a cave. He's hanging, but he's chained up with his hands above his head. Two guys are standing next to him. All of a sudden, Superman comes down. The guys in the jackets with the Superman logos bow down to or kneel down uh, to Superman. Superman walks down this long hallway, really pissed, incinerates the two guys on uh, either of Batman's side, pulls Who off. We're also ba- tied up. Mm-hmm. We're also tied up. Pulls off Batman's cowl, throws it on the ground, and says. She was my world, and you took her from me. And then reaches like does kind of like a like a like a molarum. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Good pull. <laughs> does like a molarum. Goes to basically like rip out Batman's heart or he like punch through his punch chest. Him. He Bruce Lee him. And, and then what happens? I've already established the metaphor well, by calling so now, it a molarum before because yes. I know what people want to say about this. Right? Go to the next dream sequence. Well, whatever it's not, it is. No, no, no. What happens directly after? Right. Bruce starts screaming, and then all of a sudden, he he basically jumps up in the Bat Cave, and there's a no. Very- see, this is this dream sequence happened when he was in bed. This was when he jumped up from bed. The Bat Cave one is where the dream sequence actually happens no. in the Bat Cave. No, no, you're absolutely no. wrong. No, no, the first dream st- we we skipped over the first dream. The sque- first dream sequence with the, is when he's in bed funeral. and he's having a nightmare, and he has the funeral, and the blood starts coming and out. And the blood of the- comes out oh, of Martha's oh, grave. Oh, right, right. We didn't. We, didn't, we skipped And there's that one. a parademon in that one too. Yes, yeah. we, we yeah, skipped but the one, one, but whatever. But the whole point of that dream sequence was just to drive home the point that his mother's name is Martha. Yeah. That's the only reason of that for that dream sequence. But the dream sequence that happens in the Batcave when that thing is downloading that, that Diana left in his glove compartment, that's the, the one that we're questioning is really a dream sequence or not. That's, yes. what, that's yes. when that one happens. Yes, yes. it's yes. called that's the what, Nightmare Sequence. That's what we're talking about. K-N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E. I hate you so much. But he wasn't in bed. He was in the Batcave. Yeah, the bed one was, you're right, with the cemetery. So finish. tell what happens next. This is important. So in bed. Basically, when Superman puts his hand through Batman's chest, Batman jumps, and all of a sudden we're back in the Batcave. But there is a tremendously uh, high amount of wind and bright light. Yeah. And all of a sudden we see Which a Which is figure, not typical in a cave. Not typical in a cave. <laughs> and we all of a sudden see a, uh, a person pop through and very distorted voice going like... <laughs> and a helmet opens, and it's what we now know to be Flash. Mm-hmm. He's basically saying... 
Am, I'm too he, early. No, he goes. Am I? He's asking Bruce. He goes. Am I too soon? I'm too soon. And he, and then he says, "You were right about her. Sh, uh, you. I'm oh, sorry. You were right about him. You were always right about him. It's Lois. Lois Lane is the key. Mm-hmm. And then he says. And then he says, "Am I too soon? Right? And no. And then he says, "You have to find us." Mm-hmm. And then disappears. Oh, which one? I have goosebumps which now. The, yeah, oh, I have goosebumps. So oh. I had no. I was such a surprise. I had literally no fucking idea what was going on. I was like, "Who is that? Who is that?" And then I'm realizing, I was like, "Wait a minute, is that the fucking Flash?" I was like, from, like, that, the I was like, like "That's a fucking Flashpoint." I was yeah, like, "I shrieked yeah, like a little 100%. girl at that point." I was like, "I was like, Zach, you brilliant bastard! You're going <laughs> for it. You are fucking going for do you, it." Do you remember what he looked like? He had like a he had a full face helmet. He had like an Iron Man no, situation. See, I, see, yeah, was, when I watched yeah, it today, it looks more like he just has this, and his hair is actually there, and he's got like that weird little like you know Fu Manchu. No, fucking, his 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 helmet open, yeah. and then it shows his whole like he has oh, like a he has, he has a domino mask on or, okay. or whatever, and he shows all his like weird facial hair. He has. I don't remember the, the whole helmet coming off first. No, that's why. I it's was just kinda, so confused. I didn't know that that was Flash because first off, he looks like no iteration of the Flash we've ever no, seen no. ever, and. He had this power suit on, like he had this like mechanical thing that came up that looked like he was wearing like yes. you know, uh, like a Hermes looked helmet like or something. Or some shit. Yeah, he looked yeah. like Flash or from Adam. another reality. Yeah, we see the Flash, and and I got really excited when that happened because you know because it, of it, Flash. We but we don't know what this means for the other movies. Has has this plot of these next few movies been mapped out so far that they can do that? That they can talk about movies that aren't going to come out for. The years. same question could be asked about Man of Steel. Like, did yeah. they know that all the collateral damage complaints were actually going to no. be something for the next movie, or did they just go by the fans' reaction? I thought that? that that Chris Terrio and David S. Goyer did an awful lot of damage control in this movie. Yes, with the script, like they they addressed a lot of issues, you know, and in some obvious ways and some subtle ways. But I, I was overall happy with it. But that sequence was great. But then what happens next is he actually wakes up. He starts looking at the drive. He finds out the white Portuguese is not a person. It's a boat. It's, it's a boat, and it's smuggling kryptonite in. And he also finds out that he sees that Lex has been researching metahumans. Yep. And all of a sudden, we see four very familiar logos to comic book fans, which are Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg. Yes. Oh, yeah. The only one he looks at is Wonder Woman's. Yeah. He sees a picture of her from 1918. Yep. Yes. And with Chris Pine. With Chris Pine. And 6 is, years after the Titanic sunk. <laughs> basically looking at it like what the fuck. Yeah. And the whole time we were sitting there watching it I was like, "Oh god, look at the rest of them. Please for the love of god, look at the rest of them." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they reference the in the first scene where um the senator meets Lex, they reference the metahuman theory. Yes, yes. They go, "Oh yes, the metahuman theory, right?" right. Yeah, sure, whatever you say. Yeah, yeah. And Lex is like, "No, they fucking exist. Let me tell you." Kryptonite you know? home. Like we need to there's more of them out there. We need to prep ourselves. So, just like. He's not wrong. No, he's not. He, <laughs> and you know, and you know something. The, there's a setup that the, that they kind of they didn't really mention in this movie, which is in Man of Steel. They set up Star Labs and Emil Hamilton, but they don't talk about it at all in right. this movie. Oh, right. Um, which is a big part of well, the you know DC what? Universe. But the, but th- what you the sense I got at this point of the movie, like when they put Flash in doing some sort of alternate timeline shit. I'm like, this Zack Snyder. He has a job right now of making this movie entertaining, and I- I'm entertained. But what I'm really impressed by is the detail he's putting into the world building. He is building this universe 
brick by brick, and he's really making it like, oh, all this shit that you see in the comic book. Yeah, yes, I understand we're, we're semi-grounded in reality, like what would happen if Superman showed up in 2013, and you know how would Batman deal with things and all that stuff. I get that. But he's also saying, no, no, everything's fair game. I'm doing The Flash. I'm doing Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I'm going to do the shit out of them. He was not coy about this movie at all from yeah. the beginning because, I mean, well, I mean, let's look at the fucking title. It says Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It's a setup. He, it said, really he is. says, you know what? Marvel has done it like where they've introduced characters into solo movies and stuff like that. Where, like, okay, they introduced this character in one of the Iron Man movies. Well, that's so one, one so way to do it. Well, let me right, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. question. Do like, you, you know feel, what? I'm wait, just going to let wait, everybody wait. know I'm going to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Do you feel this? This is one of the things everybody said. Do you feel this movie was bloated? No. 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 Everybody said that they shoved too many things into it at once. I was like, I thought that the way that they set up there everybody were three was, things. Yeah. Three heroes. They and just, one of them is not in the movie until the well, very you know end. What? Historically too, speaking, too that has time. failed so many times, though. Like especially in the Batman movies, like the old, you know, the, well, the newer Batman movies. I guess when they started throwing, even even in the Nolan universe, like they did not need to do Two Face in that in that Joker movie. They didn't. They went too far into it. So histor- yeah, historically, you know speaking, what? That's one of my that's one of my gripes about those movies. That, that movie should have ended sudden, when the Joker left the hospital and pressed the button yeah. and it wouldn't work and, and exploded. And that was it. The fact that they tried to cram Harvey Dent in at the end, I was like, man, that should have been its own movie. Yeah, hundred percent. This is whack. This too is much. Whack. Anyway, too much. But they've done that so before. I, I didn't, know? but I didn't feel for a second that this was bloated. Long, sure. Long, long, yes. Long setup. But you know what? It was thing long, about the setup, not thick. You want no. What's bloated is all the other bullshit thick. that we didn't need. Five inches, like thick. like the whole Africa ballistics nonsense. We didn't need that. In the at the end of the day, we did not need that. So anyway, to to ex- do you guys mind if I accelerate the pace here a little bit? But then what would Lois do? <laughs> well, I'm gonna just talk about that. Meanwhile, what's going on here is that. Uh, Lois uncovers an ex- a conspiracy that Lex is behind everything, pretty much. Lex is uh, Lex is trying to frame Superman, and Lex has figured out that Superman's weakness is not really kryptonite, but her. That you know she's she's the thing that every time something You're my world. Every time but something horrible world. happens to Superman, it's, it's her fucking fault. But in a much more real way, yeah. kryptonite is his weakness because yes. he can kill him. Yeah, but but the thing is, but <laughs> Lois is his kryptonite. Well, you don't know, me, no, but, but in a more real way, kryptonite is his kryptonite. Lois leaves, you know. No, but, but he still need, he needs to get Superman where he wants him, and he can't just say, "Hey, I have kryptonite over here." You know what I mean? He has to. He needs to be able to. Superman lets his guard down for Lois every fucking time, and she knows it. And when she finds out, she's horrified. You know what I mean? But that's that's why I didn't I didn't hate that much. But anyway, no, she's um, horrified. I have a question, but she also doesn't care. What? I have a question, I, 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 especially for Richie. Do you think that Lex Luthor knew Batman was going to steal that kryptonite? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I yeah, think he knew, he knew when he cloned his drive. I th- there's no way Lex Luthor doesn't know when someone clones his drive. There's no way. There's no way his security is not up to part. Like, hey, look, somebody's trying to hack. I think shit, I think Mercy you know? <laughs> knew what he was doing and had instructions to like let him do it. You know I want to I mean? go back to a point you made earlier that you were very surprised that Superman knew who Batman was before Batman knew who Superman was. Yep. I don't buy that. I, I don't buy that. Batman. The, you the think one, you knew? The one person in the world who can look at Superman and Clark Kent and say, "Oh, you're just some idiot with glasses." I, yeah. I can. It's Batman. You think he knew? I think he knew. And they, they just didn't spell it out for us. Yeah, that's well, a fair I, point. Mean, I have to believe in my heart that he knew. That's Although, a fair point. But you if could, you if you look back to the party oh, scene, they're snarky together. Like it's not just Clark being snarky to him. Like he's like Bruce wait being a, a second. Right I gotta shoot. Yeah. I gotta oh, shoot that oh. down though. I have to shoot it down for one specific reason. If he knew that Clark Kent was Superman, right? Then you could easily say that well, Batman being the greatest detective alive, not only knew that Superman was Clark Kent, but knew Clark Kent's whole history. So why was he so surprised when he found out his mom's name? Uh, no, I don't think. I, 
I don't, I don't think that shoots it down entirely. I think it's just more, you know, he found Bruce Wayne found out in within the confines of the movie. I think Bruce Bruce looked at Clark. Was so like, oh, so when do you think the first, that was that happened at the party? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like they. But he was so, but he was so intertwined on how to kill him and what else was going on with other things that he was like, all right, I, at least I know who it is, and I'll get to that when I get well, there. Yeah, and he never knew about his. It's not like he could actually do anything at the party without the kryptonite. Like if he looked at Clark and said, "Oh shit, that's very clearly yeah, Superman." Yeah. What's he going to do in front of ten thousand people at or a hundred people what at Lex Luthor's thing? All that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. Oh sure, we can do that too. <laughs> so um, now. Next major plot point. I have a feeling here. that's getting right cut. after the dream sequence and after the Flash thing. We the the big plot point to move the story along is the fact that Superman shows up at the Capitol Hill hearing. To stand right, they they trial. subpoena him pretty much to stand yeah. trial to say his side. Meanwhile, um, this guy in the beginning of the movie who got his legs mangled in that explosion, he's uh, testifying. He, testifying against Superman, and Lex Luthor has put him up to it. So. Um, but Lex gives him a new wheelchair and all this stuff, and he's going to help him out. And Lex, you know, locks horns with the senator who blocked his kryptonite one more time before they go into the Senate hearing. And Lex is absent from the Senate hearing. He has to go to the bathroom or something. Uh, however, what happens is while Superman's testifying, uh, the senator, Holly Hunter, sees a jar of Granny's peach iced tea that looks like piss. You know, on her on her stand. I actually really love that moment. That's how, a great how shaken scene. she is. Yep, that's she, so Lex. Like, and and what's great is that like I just didn't care for her character at all. But then when I saw how she handled being petrified, she crushed that. Yeah. She crushed that yeah. scene. Like, and she was like, she kept trying to like recover, and she just she was she was flailing. She was she couldn't recover. So anyway, the as soon as she realizes what happens, she looks around, and Superman's just looking there, looks sad, and she's like scolding him. And she has lost her words. And then the guy, Wallace, in the wheelchair, he has his wheelchair is rigged to explode. And a bomb blows up and the entire Capitol building. Right? He didn't know. He didn't know because the wheelchair was given to him by Lex Luthor uh, as Lex Luthor asking him to be the voice of yeah. reason against Superman. And really, he was just setting him up to blow right. up everybody. So and then we cut right back to LexCorp that evening. Lex is, is, is leaving on a, is coming back to LexCorp on a motorcycle. And he sees. Cops, police tape, all this shit, and it's Batman stole his fucking kryptonite, and he leaves a batarang there just to let him know, I took your kryptonite, Which asshole. Which we already talked about. Yep. You didn't like the fact that we didn't see that scene. We didn't mind. But here's something I'd like to... Actually, this is another point of contention I have with the movie. The whole letters thing, like when he was receiving the non-cash oh, right. pay stubs... Oh. It didn't need to happen. I like it that. It made no sense. I liked it too. I, explain it to me because I don't understand what happened there. Because they, he was setting both of them up. He was like... He, Who he was? was well, Lex? Lex, yeah, because here, look... He was getting those cancer checks, all the things. Why haven't I seen this and stuff like that? Which well, we know who was responsible for that. And then uh, well, Clark Kent was getting the pictures of the Bat Brand and saying, you know, uh, 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 Lex judge, was sending Lex was sending them both like judge, hate, jury, hate executioner, from, like, and justice. They were so, he was getting them to hate each other. Wait a second! Whoa, 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 whoa! So you're saying to to further the whole thing that you said about the party scene about how Lex knew right there that yeah. they were both Batman and Superman. Oh, look at this. Like, why would you care that Clark Kent met Bruce Wayne? Like, no, no, no. You care that Superman just met Batman, though. Okay, so now I'm starting to understand. So he, throughout the movie, before this moment in time, right, where the Capitol building blows up or whatever, um, 
Superman was receiving bat brands, uh, like picture Polaroids yes, of that, right? right? Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, judge, executioner, jury. Right, right. Like, and is justice. this justice? And the whole time, Bruce Wayne is supposed to be receiving canceled checks from this guy Wallace saying, false God, or, you know, you, you failed us, Bruce. Yeah. You know, you failed. You, 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 you let your family die. Why? Yeah. why? So, so meaning he's blaming Superman for his, his he's condition. Fu- he's doing psychological warfare. So, so Lex was writing all that. Yeah, Lex was it, doing what Lex does best. He was mind fucking everybody. That that handwriting kind of looked like the Joker, Joker costume. It did. Yeah. It did. Oh. I don't disagree with that. It did. <laughs> so, uh, the, but from the, no, but Lex definitely did it because then he cited it later yeah. in the thing. On but. second viewing of this movie, as soon as the Africa scene starts, that's where Lex begins to start pitting them against each other. Yeah. That's the whole point of the movie. But when did Lex, Lex start doing that? The Africa scene. No, no, no. When did Lex start sending those checks back? And how is he getting his checks? Just want no. to throw it out that that one letter was not on a check. It was on a, a newspaper A newspaper article. clipping. Okay, so that... They, so no, you know. what happens is the guy spray paints false God on the statue, and In Lex red. goes to bail him out. And then says, "I have a. I'm going to help you. I want to help oh, you." And so he then sends he him took to the, the red yeah. letters. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, he's okay. paying him. He's paying the Man, guy. That, so this movie's really loaded. Yeah, like, it it's is. Re- it's like super. That's why, that's why you need to not just see the movie once. You really need to see the movie twice, and you need to be some sort of a fan. Like you need to know what this shit is. And I what need this to shit watch and this like on my work. couch in in sweatpants and a blanket, mm-hmm. so I can pause and rewind. Yep, and listen. I can't wait. I have to. I have to. July 16th. No. Yes. Or, or right, right now, I'll send you the link to the bootleg. I didn't say that. Edit that out. <laughs> so, um, so, Ray, where can the FBI find you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ray. What's the address of this house? So, so um, this is setting up now the third act. Yes. Pretty much the final act. The good act. Bruce is, Bruce is pissed. He's like, he just blew up the fucking Capitol. Like, he's got to be stopped. Yeah. Um, so he's looking at these letters as he's oh, watching Capitol. And, the, and, and there's up. one little thing. The... Uh, we missed one scene. I have to talk about it just for a quick second. I apologize. The first time Batman tries to steal the kryptonite is oh, a right. fucking great scene. That's the, the Batmobile scene to end all Batmobile scenes. Oh, that it, was it's shit on every other Batmobile scene, even the Nolan ones, which I love. Which, 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 yeah. what, what well, scene? for for, for the, the record, the, Nolan's wasn't a Batmobile. Just yeah, on that, the, yeah. the white Portuguese <laughs> lands and they take uh, the, the shipping yard and they transfer the. Uh, the kryptonite to a truck and oh, Batman's and up, on the, crane, him on the up on the crane and he sh- and he shoots a tracking device yep. and then you see the fucking Batmobile like punch through a building and it just punches through cars and buildings and it shit. It does everything oh. you want the Batmobile to be. Oh. Dude, that that is my favorite and, Batmobile since Keaton. It looks like a fucking Batmobile. It, it really looks does. like a tank yes. or doom buggy. It looks like it's a fucking Batmobile. It's my favorite Batmobile. Batmobile since Keaton. That Batmobile, when I first saw the picture of it like in like in falls, like, oh my God, look how long it, it is. it moves the right way. It's, it's just, oh. You know, that to build that car, it took a lot. I don't know if you guys know that, but the, the back tires on it are actually tractor tires. They sh- tractor tires that they shaved down to fit the size of that car and it's completely drivable it's beautiful. and, and like then you see beautiful. Ben Affleck in there and he's just this hulking man oh, inside yeah, this man. tiny little skinny they were worried car. that he wasn't going to fit in it at first they were like oh fuck he's kind of tall like I hope he fits in it and then he did it like whoo like like <laughs> well and, and that's the, and the end of that scene is actually the first time they meet in costume because after like taking this incredible abuse to just Pounding through buildings and cars and boats, right? All of a sudden, like he turns a corner and Superman's there waiting for him, and he just like does little ping pongs, yeah, flick, flicking, which you flick, saw flick, in kick. the trailer, yeah. And he kicks Why? Bat Bill. He says, "Next time your your light shines in the sky, don't go to it. You're done. The bat is dead." Right? So, flash forward. No, 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 no. Before but, we flash forward, yeah. 
I know this was done in the trailer too, but can we just talk about the utter lack of fucks that Batman gave? <laughs> oh yeah, that was so great. <laughs> Adam, Adam, go ahead. <sighs> Superman basically just threatened Batman's life, said his career is done, and super- the only thing that Batman can respond is with basically telling you, "I'm going to beat the shit out of you pretty soon." He, stand, he stands up toe to toe with him. Yeah, oh, oh it's looks amazing. Again, yeah, when he when he actually all like, <laughs> when he actually curls up out of the Batmobile and stands everyone. up at attention right in Superman's face. Again, in the trailer, I remember seeing that in the trailer, going, "Oh my god, look at them fucking face to face right now!" Like, who would ever First, thought? In and that's lives momentous. That see First that? time you'll ever see that on screen. It's you know, just yeah. that alone is gets people's you know asses what, though, on the seats. Maybe maybe this all this shit. That, let me. I'm gonna say two things. I want to say something. I want to ask you another question. Maybe all this stuff was in the trailer because Zack Snyder was just as fucking scared as we were, as people not going to like this movie. So he was like, oh, no, we got to show this just so they know it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. That was a legitimate fear, apparently, because people didn't like this movie. Uh, right, 100%. Now, having said, having said what you even just said, if he did not show half of what was in the trailers and he just showed a little bit, which I have a, another idea I want to run past you. If he did not show everything he showed in the trailers of the things that we love the most as fans, do you think that people gone to have seen this first time they gave a bad reviews would have ch- been a much different review? Yes. I think so too. Absolutely. Because I think, I I think actually they would have been so started, like, oh, 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 yeah. the whole time they would have had no when reason I, to say When I started bad. reading the bad reviews, I was like, absolutely. If they didn't show this moment in the trailer and people didn't already see it, the, the, this, this review would have been much different. He should, he should just show I want to make sure I understand the question. Are, are you asking, so you're, the question is, if the trailers weren't so descriptive, would there still have been this many yeah. bad reviews? That's my question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think that no, there wouldn't be. I, I think don't think that so either. People would have been a lot more excited at some and of the surprise and surprised, and, and that's I the most important surprised. thing. I feel like a lot. Of I was people, still surprised too, but come on, with the Doomsday stuff, even just right, that but one I feel scene like a lot of people went into Superman, this. That's, that's all shit that I would have like if I would have seen that for the first time, I would have shit my fucking. Seat. What, what, what I still think? shit myself, but but I think I think maybe you made this point at the very beginning of the podcast. You said. <laughs> People, a lot of people had made up their mind before they oh, yeah. saw this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I pretty much made up my mind that I was going to like this before I went into it. And I will say that I liked it a little bit less than I thought I would. But the people who decided that it was just going to be another stupid, dumb superhero movie pretty much got what they well, wanted. Well, no, because so many people went in there, it's not going to be as good as Marvel. And I, I'm like, oh, God, I, I can't believe these people. No, <laughs> Everybody. But that's exactly how they would have said it if they did say no, it. No, no. <laughs> Listen, if we're no, talking seriously, about expectations I'm already for this seeing movie. People, I already had seen people post all over Facebook about, yeah, you know, I'm going to go see it, but it's not going to be a Marvel movie. I'm like, what do you mean? If of course not. Marvel, it shouldn't be. Marvel no, movies are maybe the most fo- formulaic movies that are out there right now. Predictable. They're predictable. You're always or, I finding hated a Avengers bigger... too, by the way. I don't know if anybody hates me You're for that, but I, I did I didn't not. Like it. I didn't like it because I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen. That's gonna no, happen. Marvel... Oh, here comes the 360 degree slow motion where everybody's yeah. doing their thing. Okay, like... all right, time out. We we talked about this already. Jared's getting sleepy, so <laughs> he's getting cranky and he's going. I wish I let Richie speed up the thing before when he when I told him not to. That's what you get, you piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, You're not working tomorrow. What do you care? So, Adam, is there somebody here who can help me? No. Okay. So um, we see the, everything's gearing up. Lex is manipulating everything. Lois is figuring out that Lex is behind everything. Uh, we also see fucking. Uh, we see a scene where Martha Kent it's is 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 cleaning up at her job at the diner, and she's kidnapped by KG Beast. Uh, then we see Lois get kidnapped by KG Beast. That sounds like a video game character, KG Beast. 
That's his name, right? Sounds yeah. like a Marvel character. I can't um, even And then we have that. this very, very erotic scene of Ben Affleck, like, working out and forging, like, kryptonite <laughs> weapons. And, and this, by the way, was the third time I got an erection during the movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I had three erections, awesome. both nipples and the, His you know, abs the business. Were like, they were like, the line was black in like, between. I was, it was like Photoshop. I was so convinced that it was CGI that, and that's really what made me feel better about myself later. I was like, well, that's not really Ben Affleck. That was just very clearly CGI. I watched, I watched an interview but with him was, on TV because he's talking about, like, what's happening next in the, sequ- in, in, in the series. He says, well, we're going to continue this, but I think you're going to see a lean Batman next time he goes I can't I can't keep this up it's ridiculous he, like his his workout re- regiment was like bananas got, I'll have you know tremendous. that I went to the gym after seeing this movie and I did two chin ups and <laughs> I pretended I had 200 pounds strapped to my belt and I felt awesome it's like when I go to the gym and I think I'm doing salmon ladders like Stephen Amell and Arrow. Yeah. And you're just eating salmon in those the corner. Are, those, <laughs> are, those are all real real workouts. So like I used to do that like when I was in the best shape of my life. I used to do the chin-ups with the medicine ball between my knees, which is, you know, obviously okay, not Okay, yeah, but he yeah, had but 200 pounds strapped to his belt. I, well, yeah, I know. It's a little and crazy. Then, and but, then uh, there was like a real, solid though. 15 seconds of him throwing weights on floors. Like, oh, I love that. It was like, yeah, throw that fucking thing, man. hammering uh, the tire. That's uh, a known workout. Uh, too, so... Comes down well, to the that main. Was, that was like Rocky Four. Let's get to let's get to the main event here because when we like I said when we all get this movie on DVD and we're all gonna get it July sixteenth on July sixteenth <laughs> we're gonna go we're gonna want to watch this movie but first we're gonna go to the chapters and go right to this point. Lex has <laughs> Lois flown on a roof and he starts talking about um, you know the insane or psychotic is a three syllable word whatever blah, 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 all this stuff but basically what happens is he pushes. Um, he pushes her off a roof. Meanwhile, Batman's in Gotham. He shines the bat symbol because he's trying to provoke Superman, mm-hmm. and he's got all this these fucking toys. He's ready to go. Uh, Superman, of course, flies in and, and rescues Lois, which I really like that shot when she's falling, and all of a sudden he's just there, yep. like "Hello." <laughs> but anyway, uh, so. Uh, but. He, yes, he get, thank you. That was the joke. He gets he gets <laughs> Lois to safety. He comes back up like he's ready to fuck up Superman. And then Lex says, oh, guess what? You know, I have your mother. And he starts th- and totally cripples Superman. Superman who looks like he's ready to fucking rip Le- Lex. That strip. scene was so twisted. And that, again, brings me back to why... Jesse Eisenberg is the second best Joker to ever be on screen because that is absolutely so love that. I love that. Throwing the Polaroids at Superman, him. Superman so flew up there with his chest pumped like, I'm taking you in. I'm not going to kill you. I'm taking you in. And he's like ready to fucking rip him apart. And then he goes, you know, your boy's mother is, is a, the favorite woman in, in your life. And, and all of a sudden, like, he, like, his legs fall out from under him. And how terrified does Diane Lane look in those pictures? Oh, yeah. it, it was hard to look at. Yeah. Like, that's... This, this that was movie, like torture porn. The movie changed for me dramatically at this point. Like... Like I had a pit in my gut that I loved having. Like, like I'm watching a comic book movie right now, and it's making me feel so uneasy, but in the best possible way. Yeah, um, it was like the, the the scariest image I think I've seen in a movie for a while. There were terrifying like, moments in this and movie. Now, period. And now, from this point on, the source material is just so. He basically just makes out with the source material at this point, in my opinion. Batman flies over. You know, he he flies over to a Gotham, which is across the bay now. By the way, so city. so basically, Gotham is I like mean Minneapolis uh, and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think it's more like Metropolis is Manhattan and Gotham is like Jersey City. <laughs> That's how I was looking at it. <laughs> but so, it's kind of like our Newark. You know what I mean? <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> That's 
what it seemed like. The shit of shit. And, and you'll be for people who live in other sections of the country and don't get that joke because that was really fucking funny. <laughs> so anyway, um, he goes over and and. It's like, ooh, Metropolis, all pretty and clean, and then, oh, there's Gotham, all stinky. When yeah. you cross Even the Metropolis, <laughs> after Superman wrecked it, is still lesser than Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you wow. can make left turns in Gotham City? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. I bet, they, um, I bet they have jug handles in Gotham. So, we, uh, you did skip over one, one very small, important thing. Go. Before Batman goes to Gotham, uh, or, or, or shines his light in the sky and provokes Superman, he just happens to send uh, Diana an email. Oh, right, right. Oh, go on. Oh, go, right. go, go. Uh, Diana How do you get her email address, by the way? Um, he's Batman. <laughs> it's Wonder Woman at Gmail. Best <laughs> ever. Actually, it's Wonder Woman like 26837 at Gmail because that was those were taken. <laughs> he sent those pictures to everyone with the, the word Wonder Woman in it their email. It went out to the cloud! It yeah. went out to the cloud! So Diana's getting ready to like leave town, go on vacation, and uh, she gets an email from Bruce that says, Boy uh, Share 2. Boy Share 2. Um, shows her the picture that he found on Lex's hard drive, which is her from 1918, and he goes, this isn't your picture, this is you. Yeah. And she's, Who are you? Where, who you are you, where have you been? Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. people pick apart the, his like, the, her slow scrolling. I was like, why? That's a beautiful reveal. That was great. Is any, it was beautiful. Was, was anyone else kind of tweaked that Bruce Wayne sent that picture with his own email? No. No, because he wanted her to know that it was him. I think it's a little not Batman. No, he, he. But she already knew no, that. No, she Batman knew that. Bruce it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. If someone accesses his. He, no, he already his knows he has like, to get them all together. No, and also Bruce Wayne. She stole that drive from Bruce no, I get Wayne. That. Not I'm not Batman. saying. I'm not saying for but her. But she also knew that he was going to find the picture. The for possibility her. of anyone else getting into his his Bruce Wayne emails. I'm sure that, that he should, has yeah, some I'm kind sure of I'm gonna, one up, I'm gonna one up that. I'm gonna say that that there's a very big possibility that Wonder Woman knew who Bruce Wayne was the moment they met, even before they met, which is why she stared at him so vehemently. Again, he's one of the richest the people in the world. Yeah, uh, everyone should know who Bruce Wayne is. Well, no, but I knowing that he's Batman and, and up to no good and stuff like that, because when she gives him, when she puts the drive back in his car. She did it before they even saw each other at the museum. It's because like, she knows that he's going to be able to break it. And she says, she's like, no, I couldn't do it because he's got some military uh, security it, it, that, on that's, it. that's irrelevant. Let's move on. I'm sorry, Ray, but that's, that's a, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she do it or not. It doesn't affect the story anyway. So she's yeah, checking. we're talking about email. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're talking about email security. So she's <laughs> checking her email. Do you think Bruce Wayne's password is like one, two, three, four, five? <laughs> it's got to be. Exclamation point. It's Martha, that's the Martha, kind of Martha. password an idiot would have on his luggage. So she's checking her email, and it says, this photograph does not belong to you. It is you. Yeah. Who are you, and where have you been? And then there's, that, an attach, another attachment there's another the attachment, and she opens it up. And it's the same thing we saw before with the four logos, which is Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and her. But now. But now she watches the videos we wanted to see an and hour And the drums earlier. happen, and it's so great. <laughs> no, but it was, you know, a lot of people were like, why didn't Bruce just look at it? I'm like, I'm sure Bruce did look at it. We but, did, but this but is a better reveal. This is a better reveal because we had to it wait later to in the see movie. it. Yes. We no. had to wait. I think, exactly. I think it's a better reveal because he... He, him seeing it, you'd be like, oh, it's Batman. He figured it out. Her seeing it is that she thought she was alone. She thought it was her and Superman. And he thought, and he knew, he took a risk, and he knew, I have to show this to this person. Yeah. I have to share this information. Well, Flash told him he had to find it. Yeah, them. exactly. So the first one she looks at is the Flash, and it's titled like Red Streak or something. Yeah. And she looks at it, and it's basically 
flash in a convenience store uh security cameras we see uh, a guy holding up a like a a 7-eleven and then all of a sudden you see a quick flash of lightning um and uh flash is back at the refrigerator case that he was standing at like Mm -hmm. a moment ago and like the guy is knocked out yeah Um, we we see we well to we see reveals of all the, the heroes doing you know, heroic things, except for Jason Momoa as Aquaman, we see just sort of swimming there. You didn't see how fast he swam away, though? Yeah. That yeah, I saw insane. that. And by the way, Cyborg wasn't doing much heroic. Yeah, but, but no, the thing, the thing, important thing about that scene was we saw the a mother box, box yeah, which is a obviously. big thing in the comics, and yes. that's going to play into the movie. Miles Dyson used the mother box to save... Skynet. Skynet <laughs> used Skynet to save Vic Stone. Well, luckily, Vic Stone had a man there to help him. Right. So... <laughs> Batman? <laughs> No, it was a scientist. Batman's a scientist. It wasn't Batman. <laughs> so back on the roof, um, Lex uh, Lex has brought Superman, the most powerful being on the planet, to his knees, right? And he says, you have one hour. I want you to bring me the bat's head and bring it to me at the ship, and that's where I'll be. Uh, meanwhile, Batman's waiting on s- some rooftop somewhere in Gotham by the bat signal, and... Superman goes over there. While that's happening, Lex goes back to the ship. He grabs the body of General Zod, and he puts it into the ship's world engine, whatever the fuck the people maker thing is. Genesis, Genesis Chamber. Genesis Chamber. And, and he makes an abomination, pretty much. And Carla Gugino's sexy voice says, you can't do that. Yeah. He's like, I can't do that. He's like, okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's, um, a, there's a scene in the Man of Steel Blu-ray, a deleted scene, that talks about the abomination and talks about Doomsday. Oh. Um, Wait, there's a scene in what? There's a there's a like a behind the scenes featurette on the Man of Steel Blu-ray. I had to read. I read this. I didn't know this immediately, but there's a thing that talks about um, uh, Bertram's abomination mm-hmm. or something. And Bertram in the DC Comics universe is an alien scientist who makes, makes doom- he makes Doomsday. He makes Doomsday. And there's several the versions way, of Doomsday. The story, the actual origin story of the real Doomsday from the comic books, is so fucked up and twisted. That it actually makes me uncomfortable to which one? Which one are you talking about? Because there's like nine. Well, I'm talking about the, Bert, the Bertram one, where he act, he takes a Kryptonian infant and kills it over and over and over and over to get it to evolve into what eventually becomes this. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. it's twisted, and and that's why in the comics anyway. That's why Doomsday one is invincible and can't be killed because he just evolves to adapt to whatever killed him. Right. right. And it's also why he hates everything that's alive, because it's been programmed into his genes that anything alive will try to kill him. Wow. See, there's, that's, that's one of the biggest complaints about this movie so far is that, oh, a Doomsday is not Zod. Well, well, okay, so maybe it's not been Zod in the comics, but yeah, you know but that, he, do you know that Jimmy, make it Olsen, work do you know Jimmy Olsen was Doomsday in one of the, in one of the comics? But he, right. he was. Lex, Lex, right, needed, so Lex needed to use the Kryptonian DNA and... A lot of people Which are like, he did in Red did he... Sun. Didn't he do that in Red Sun? Lex did. Well, we're talking uh, about the this Legion movie, though. What are, you, what are you? What are you saying? No, the the everybody is is saying like, how did Lex know how to do that? How, we earlier in the movie, he goes into the Genesis Chamber, and it's like, I have oh, the, the knowledge of t- ten thousand worlds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, tell me everything. Yeah. So he was there for a while, learning yeah. everything. Um, so, so anyway, he basically he's up makes to, an abomination. He's up to no good in the ship. Yeah. Now, not to mention that he's here's a what happens: Batman's got this new fucking armor on that is. From, lifted exactly from Frank Miller yeah. and all of us squeed. And he, and, and he looks unbelievable in it. It's Fourth he, direction. What? 
Yeah. Fourth erection. Fourth erection. Mine was hard. The like the whole Wait, movie. I don't know do what have, you guys do have, have like to keep. Do we have like an Arkham counter, like erection <laughs> counter in the corner, like combination? <laughs> Mine so, was at hundred percent the whole time. I was just I beat the game already. So <laughs> this is this is one of the scenes that the, there's a scene in the Donner of the of Superman uh, deleted thing where he has to like run through this gauntlet that Lex Luthor made. Right? Oh, they, uh, no, the, the, they were talking about the full-length Superman movie. Yeah. The 1978, the this, original one. This sort of reminded me of that, but I love this scene because this is so great. It's like, they he Zach just nailed this to the fucking wall. Like, Superman gets on the on the uh, roof where Batman's waiting for him, and the first thing he says, Bruce, listen to me. Right? Like, I need your help. And and Batman's just not listening to him. Yep. Like, he's walking to him, and he smiles, and he starts walking back, and then, like, fucking, like... A sonic. a sonic pulse hits him, and he and like he pulls up a sewer grate, rips it in half, and breaks both machines. It's like, and he's still reasonable. I, I gotta talk to you. Like I'm having a problem right now that I need your help with. And Batman's like, nope. No, and he keeps like smiling, backing up. Then machine guns come out and shoot Superman. He X-ray visions him. Superman's had enough. He gets like face to face. He kicks him back, and he's about to beat the shit out of him. He kicks him all around. He breaks the bat signal. All this shit. Superman pulls out. A gun. Everyone's like, a gun. It's Batman. not real. Batman. A Batman. Pull, I'm sorry. Batman pulls out a gun. Everybody freaks out, but it's not a gun. It's a delivery system for um, gaseous kryptonite, which is from Dark Knight Returns. And and it's also a gadget. Batman's using a gadget. Yes. That's not yes. a battering. Yes. Also, Batman throws down smoke, mm-hmm. and Superman, being incredibly fast, all of a sudden whips to the other side of the roof, and he's gone oh. and already like perfect on top yeah. of him. That perfect. Was awesome. I actually, I, I was like, oh man, that's cool. He's better than him. That's cool. And he shoots him with this with this uh, kryptonite this movie gas. Should have had picture in picture. <laughs> he, sh- he he shoots him with this kryptonite gas, and he's useless. And he goes. He catches it. Oh, he go yeah. right. He Thank you. <laughs> Just like in Dark Knight, yeah. Yeah, he catches the the uh, the and it projectile. Poops in his face. It poops in his face. All the uh, I said poop. It poops in his face. No, it works. <laughs> all of all of the uh, all of the kryptonite gas, and he and 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 all of a sudden Bruce goes breathe it in. It's like yes, breathe it in, you motherfucker. And then he, I, I, I'm, I think this is the scene where he delivers what is. Probably my favorite line in any superhero movie, and I, and I do need to watch it three times so I can get it exactly. But the gist of it is, you you aren't brave. You're not brave. A man can be brave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you aren't brave. Men uh, are brave. Yeah, yeah. And then proceeds to kick the shit. Now out of this him. beating was so brutal it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, I was like, before this was like, I can't wait to see Batman kick the shit of Superman. I'm like. Batman, no. He beats, <laughs> Batman. beats him so thoroughly. Yeah, but then all of a sudden he. The, the gas Superman wears starts off. Getting a strength he starts back. getting, a, and then he, and then you see the look of terror for the first time in Bruce Wayne's face. He's like, "Oh fuck!" You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he beats up on him a little bit. Then just in time, as he's you know, the the tide turns again. Batman gets off another uh, gas bomb in his face, and then he beats the fuck out of him. He's kicking him. He. He uses the grappling gun at one point to like tie around him and then throw him off something and just drag him around. The image of Batman in his fucked up armor, like dragging Superman oh. around by a by a string, oh, was amazing. It. He was actually doing like the Wonder Woman like whip around. Like yep. it's like he's centric in the circle, like his his heels on the ground, kind of spinning and just oh, like, yeah. like a gladiator. Yeah. yeah. So Superman now has come to terms with the fact I am going to die. This motherfucker has is going to kill me, and this is it. And he pulls out 
Batman pulls out this kryptonite spear that he forged, right? <laughs> With the laser. Yeah, and it looks like a goddamn lightsaber. I can't wait for that prop. Oh, I can't wait for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he goes up to, and he, and he gives like this speech or whatever, and he cuts fucking Batman's, uh, Superman's face so he does bleed. He made good in his promise, mm-hmm. and he's about to kill him, and then he's stepping on his neck as he's about to kill him, and he goes, save Martha. And and being that we all know that you know Batman's got trouble with his parents, yeah. you know he Martha. goes. Over there. What happened to his parents? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> he 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 hesitates to kill him. He has him dead to rights. Doesn't kill him. Uh, he hesitates, and it it you see it. And I thought that this was a tricky thing to pull off in the movie. This was like the part of Revenge of the Sith where Anakin turns to the dark side, like yeah. the, like where that was a little clunky. In this movie like this could have this could have been clunky and I thought Affleck handled it kind of well. Like it, it was a it was a tough thing to do, like show that like how he had a twist. He had to make a 180. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he's still he still during that whole meltdown. scene wanted to plunge that thing to his chest, but he knew he was like why are you saying that name? Like how do you know that name? Whatever. Also, I don't think he was very comfortable with killing him even though what he really wants to. Superman's mother's name was like Janet. The whole thing doesn't work. But, <laughs> however, I always thought it was lame that Superman and Batman had the same mother's name. Like, that's, like, lazy. Can I tell you something that's, like... It was a very popular name in the this 30s probably says, 40s, okay? This probably says a lot about me and my powers of observation, yeah. but I had never noticed this until this movie. I, I said, well, wow, Martha Wayne, no, Martha I Kent. Either, I, I knew it. But I when I too. saw that... You Jarrett say that makes me feel a lot better. No, it was just, like, obviously I knew they were both Martha Wayne and Martha Kent, but I don't know why I, I didn't think connection. of the same thing together. Yeah. I, always, really? I always thought that was lame, right? Because, I, I mean, I, I knew it. I, I, it also lame. Didn't, I didn't realize that most of Stan Lee's uh, heroes had alliterative names name. until yeah. I was, like, 28. Oh, but so. that's... I hate that so much. Think, yeah. thank you. Well, uh, is there a reason for that historically? Like, why they were both no? It's just, it's just, it's, it's just, a coincidence. It happened that no, way? this is what the writers were doing when these co- these characters came Martha. in the thirties and forties. Yes, but it, I always thought it was funny, and they never talked about it. But then here they are in the movie, taking something that's kind of like a corny coincidence and making it awesome. Like a huge I, I th- plot point. I thought that was like holy shit. They just took one of the things that irked me about these two characters for my whole life, and they and made, made it, it cool. Yeah. And then he stops, and Lois comes in. And I actually liked Lois here. When he he stops her, he's like, "Why are you saying that name?" He's like, "That's the name of his mother." And he and, and he gets like, "Fuck!" Right? And he puts it down. And he's shaking, and he goes, "You know, actually, literally shaking, yeah, which is yeah. amazing, awesome, awesome." And the mask is half fucked yeah. up, and, and, yeah. and it's like flickering lightning. And arguably one of my thing. favorite parts of the movie. He goes, and 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 and, and you know. Lois says, you know, Lex is doing something to the ship. It's bad. He, he shut the whole city down. The, he's draining power. And, and, and Superman gets up and says, I, I got I to gotta save my mother. She needs me. And then Batman, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to cry. Batman, <laughs> Batman puts his hand in his chest. He goes, you, got, you go to the ship. Martha's not going to die tonight. Right. And it's, like, it's like right there and then, that's the Justice League. The that's, ju- his, that's when the Justice League started. That's Ben Affleck's, you know, I never thanked you. You'll never have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. He's just like, it's like, he's de- he, Batman in the Justice League is the task delegator. He's the tactician. You know what I mean? He's like, no, you whatever's the ship, you have to do. Yeah, because I am not equipped to handle that right, right. now. Martha's not going to die tonight. And I was like, <laughs> Martha's not going to die tonight. Mm-hmm. And what follows is the greatest, it's like, 
This was like a samurai movie to me because in samurai movies, you have to sit there for an hour and a half while they just boil, right? And then at the end, it's a bloodbath. And it's like, that was worth the the hour and a half I watched (laughs) of talking. You know what I mean? And this is what happens now. You are so rewarded because you see the greatest Batman thing ever recorded, ever. He's he's in a different costume like Jared pointed out. Mm -hmm. He's in his bat plane, right? And he's talking to Alfred. He goes, you know, I was listening. He goes, okay, we still have KG Beast's phone. I know where they're holding her. He takes her right there. Alfred takes over the controls, drops them off on another floor. You see petrified fucking got thugs with guns, and you're playing Arkham Asylum all of a sudden. And you know yeah. he has detective vision on. You know it. You just <laughs> fucking know it. And I remember sitting there, and I'm like, I, I, I think I, the first time I saw it, I went, three. Two. Yeah. Through the floor. And then he just busts out through the floor. Everything that happened in that, Adam, everything that happened in that scene, perfection. Do you agree? Yes. Video game, 100%. The way he moved, this is how Batman, that is how Batman fights. He did the wall thing. He did the wall thing. He did the wall thing. That's right out of the picture. He did the perch on top of the beam and everything and then like used like a disruptor gun and like take them all out. Oh, that was so cool. That was the EMP shot where he took out all their guns and it was like... And by the way... Which I was just going to say the same thing. That's hilarious. He got hit. He got stabbed. Yeah. He still beat the shit out of him. Yeah. He had like a fucking knife in his chest. He got shot in the head. Phil, even if it started an hour ago, we'll still get shot in the head. Point blank. If it started an hour ago, we'll make it to the good part. If it started an hour ago, we'll still make it. We'll be right back. So that whole scene was amazing. And then, you know, at the end... Uh, he shoots KG Beast's uh, tank and, and he starts firing on Martha and Batman like he, I can't believe how fast they made him move and how like Thank elegant God. it looked he, and he just he covers Martha with his cape and and he goes I'm a friend of your son's yeah. and, 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 and the whole so audience great. laughed I'm like this is a joke in this movie very good yeah. you know <laughs> And it was a good joke. It, it worked. There was another great part of that, too, where he busts into the guy. KG Beast is standing there with the flamethrower, and it's right out of the page. And he goes, he goes, I'll kill her. You know, he's like pointing, pointing the flamethrower yeah. at Martha. And Batman goes, I believe you. Yeah. 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 I like that you bring, up, you bring up his speed, and I think that was – because there was a couple of fight scenes in the Christian Bale movies that I just didn't buy. It's just I, too stiff. They yeah. all were. I didn't feel the weight of Batman's costume yeah. in this, think... and I never want to feel the weight of Batman. Should yeah. be light as a feather, yep. able to move. I don't Stiff care if he's board, wearing two hundred. You felt the weight when he was in the big Stop suit. It. You felt it, but that you're supposed to exactly. You know what I mean? Well, I his armor should, even his regular bat suit, should weigh several hundred pounds. But I never want to think that it no, does. It he should be able to do backflips and whatever he needs to do to basically break people's necks. But I think oh. the fact that it juxtaposed against how big he is in his even his regular bat suit, the fact that he's so huge, he just like 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 zooms across, but like it's 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 just out of control. Dude, I looked at you with a big squee when he shot the guy with the grapple gun, pulled him towards him and did, I was like yep. that's that's like that's uh, what I that's AA, AA trigger or whatever that is in <laughs> Batman. I'm like, dude, he did the fucking thing from the game. It's like, it came right out of the game. And yes, that's where it should come from because the game got it right. Yeah, that is... uh, Until Batman versus Superman, I really think that Aside from the animated series, the Arkham games were the definitive portrayal of what Batman. Well, that's do. what that this whole scene was a mix of both. If you ask me, the whole the video yeah. game and animated series, like oh it, yeah, it was a mix of both, and it was oh no, perfect. It, 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 even when he's saying like Bruce, I gotta talk to you. Like that's I feel like I'm watching the animated series with uh, Kevin Conroy and uh, yeah, the, man, which man. one of the two guys played George Superman. Newburn and yeah. um, uh, um, the other guy uh, from Wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
Whatever, we'll get to it. Well, that's also something that didn't sit right about, like, and I love Batman, like, the Dark Knight movies. Like, I I love them. Um, And and I think Christian Bale did a great job. But Mm. something, even from the beginning, something never sat right with him being Batman. He just wasn't the right build. He he was too slender. Even when he was he like yes he had muscles. I on thought muscles, that on he muscles, was a good was, Bruce Wayne, but not a good Batman. Yes, he was just too. He Why was just, not? Because he don't like I don't want to talk about that movie. I want to talk about this fucking movie and what happens next. Well, because what happens next is the whole movie. What happens next is Superman goes really? to then the why ship. Why have we been here for three hours? <laughs> Superman goes to the ship and he sees what Lex is doing. And Lex is pissed that he didn't bring Batman, but he said, no worry, I'll, I'll take care of it myself. And we see that Lex has created Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And now Superman starts fighting Doomsday, and it's it's great. It's it's awesome. It's 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 like comic books. It's like the cartoon. It's like, but it's just real dudes on screen doing it. You know what I mean? It's awesome. And now, when you say real dudes, well, you know what I mean. It's 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 supposed to look like live action. You get it. But anyway, so Superman this time learned the thing or two from last time. Goes, you know what? Instead of fighting this Kryptonian. On the streets of Metropolis, maybe I'll take him up to space. Yeah, like, thank you. Oh, Someone's getting more effective at his job. Sent chills down my spine. Superman takes him up to space. The government, the military is tracking them and says both bogies are in space. Let's take him out. And the government gives the go ahead. Swanwick is opposed to it. They 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 send a nuke yeah. up into space. They hit them both. Um, but now they find out that every time you hit. Doomsday, he absorbs the energy and becomes stronger. Mm-hmm. So he lands on, back on the planet. Luckily, he landed on that conveniently placed uninhabited island, which is right between Gotham De- and Machado. Deus Ex Machina number one. Wait, right? how, okay. how, how about the fact that he hit land? <laughs> <laughs> right, when three quarters of the world is water, he happens to hit land. So that was a convenience. There's two in the movie, by the way. That's one of them. Um, then I'm curious uh, now what the other one is. Okay, at the same time this is all happening, Diana oh. is getting on a plane. Oh, I know what it is. Right? And she sees on the plane TVs that there's this problem going on, and she decides to get off the plane and go. And go. I had okay. a problem with the non-invisibility of that plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to happen in the next movies, and I think that's going to be some sort, of, I, I, sort of Wayne I, Tech thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hopefully it is Why? That. Why would she need it? Because she has it in the comic books. Yeah, but I don't think she needs it. I don't think... I agree. I, I, I don't know she, she, she absolutely it. needed to wear that costume. Yeah. Which, where is it? Was it? It wasn't in her. It wasn't in her check bag because she. she the check bag's on the plane. You're not getting that back. It wasn't in her carry on because a carry because that carry on's not getting through security. Maybe she could summon it magically. I don't know. That's that, but that's another convenience. But anyway, maybe she's so, wearing it under. Her I was just gonna say, maybe she's wearing it under. Her maybe clothes. it's at her maybe, house. Maybe it's not metal, and she was wearing it under her. Oh, okay, maybe she has a set. At, okay, that's fine. Anyway, but then so, where was the lasso? Superman's in space. She can fit that in her fucking purse. You don't I'm sure she know. has like magic-y <laughs> things that she can hide it from an X-ray or You don't want to know where that uh, was. Superman's in space. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Green Lantern ring and it's uh, or a Green Lantern and it's sort of in another dimension. That's where he hides it. In Superman's the- in space. <laughs> oh, like a bag of holding. Ah. <laughs> Wait, like, Richie, where is Superman? I don't remember. Yeah, we're, talking about, we're talking about the coolest part of this movie. Yeah, it's like is, Mary Poppins' uh, carpet disagree, bag. But go ahead. This, this is, is one of the coolest parts of the movie. One of the um, coolest. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he gets super. We see Superman after the nuke, and he looks like Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. All of a sudden, he's all like his cheeks are drawn <laughs> he in. He looks like Bizarro. We get, like a zombie. We get you know? the shot. Yeah, I got. I, I definitely saw Phil Dunphy, but I. So bizarro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, look at him. Like, what? Well, and that then, was that was straight from the the friggin' um, the Dark Knight yeah. Returns. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And then we see like the sun charge up Superman and he gets his health back. But that was that image <laughs> was unbelievable. Yeah. But that right before he goes back to Earth. 
ba- uh, Batman gets Doomsday to chase him back to Gotham because the, the spear is back there. there. And the spear is pure kryptonite. Correct. And then he... But for some Doomsday reason, shoots- Amy Adams threw the spear underwater to hide it. I hate her so much. But in the midst of this... Did anyone else think Aquaman was going to I, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he was too. Right like, yeah. like, just his hand. Here it is. And go back. <laughs> my, my, girlfriend, go. my girlfriend kept saying, like, why didn't Aquaman just come in? Like, I was like, you know what? Because we don't know where that water is actually connected to. Like, that might have just been flooded water. That might not uh, actually need to be sure that was to a water, body of water. All, you know what I'm I mean? pretty sure I wanted to see Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm pretty sure you're wrong about everything. Oh, yeah, where did all that water come from in the middle of the capital? Like, no, but it was in the docks. It was, it was yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, that was the. It was, it was. It was a devastated or a demolished building, and and it no, could have just been flooded water. No, I thought that was the demolished capital building. No, 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 it was, that the, was the Superman led him back to the docks because they were abandoned, and he, and that's where the. And that's where the uh, spear was. Because Wonder Woman, when she shows up, she asks, "Why did you bring him back to the city?" And he goes, "It's abandoned, and there's a weapon here that could kill it." Okay. But anyway, there's so he starts. He's he leads uh, Doomsday away. Doomsday, you know, shoots his plane down. Uh, and there's this really funny scene that they fucking spoiled in the trailers again. Uh, when Doomsday's about to kill Batman, and he looks up and he goes, "Oh shit," <laughs> which I thought was great. And then the the moment that everybody screamed is when he was about to get killed by Doomsday's heat vision. And Wonder Woman just shows up out of nowhere and protects him. Bracelets, though. Oh, my Again, God. But that's what that They're we were saying guys. before, that the trailer kept ruining everything. The trailer kept ruining everything. I knew that was coming. It was so set up. Like, they were they were yeah. literally, like, lobbing that softball. Like, here it comes. Here she comes. But she had her, she blocked it with her fucking bracelets, yep. dude. Not the shield. Not I know, the shield. but I, I, I know. I get it. And, and I, not, I knew it was my, just, it's my fault a, for watching the trailers. I, they, I should not watch them next time. No, but they did a lot of that in this movie. You keep saying that they did, to, like, in the trailers, they kept showing this, 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 and this. But they showed you enough in the trailers where when you saw it in the movie, you were like, oh, oh. Wait, so oh. you don't think they showed too much in the trailers? No, I don't think they okay, showed. That's I, fair. You were, like, especially, like, we're not going to go I back disagree, to but it. that's okay. It's not going to go back to no, it. No, they it's actually like, showed the most important scenes, but, like, vanilla. Of watered down versions yeah. of them, okay. Not because watered down they versions. may not have no, spoiled they, they, moments, but they spoiled situations. They spoiled situations yes. where you knew it was coming, but they gave you uh, they gave you enough in the movie where you were like, if they had shown the exact frame from the trailer in the movie, people wouldn't have clapped for Wonder Woman, right? You You're know right. what I mean? And Probably. and that was a big applause point both times we saw the movie. And yeah. at this point at this point it's just her and Batman, right? Uh, you yes. know, Michael Jackson Sterlo still charging up in space for the yeah, sun. Exactly. <laughs> so they're fighting and we get to see her just <laughs> lunge into battle. And you know what? At that point, I forgot I was looking at Gal Gadot. I was looking at Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like I forgot about the whole controversy about her not being juiced, like, like juiced up enough, or about her having big enough boobs. I was like, no, this woman is is crushing this right now. She fucking crushed that. I actually want to point out that I really liked what they did costume wise with yeah. her. Yeah, because throughout the whole movie, she has these shiny gold, like solid gold pieces. Like one of one time it's on her arm, one time it's on her back, one time it's on her neck. I'm like. <laughs> she was. I do. Do we all are we all in agreement about Gal Gadot? Stunning. I think I think we're De- all in agreement stunning. about about everybody. I think Ben Affleck was was Batman the whole time. I didn't never look at him as Ben Affleck. I, Gal Gadot was the same way. She was fucked. There, there it is. Which there is, she is. It's, it's very easy Woman. to look at Ben Affleck and think Ben Affleck. It's 100%. not like he's had and like a really wonderful. You like that? He you was ben Bruce. Affleck. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was Bruce Wayne Batman the whole time, and the same goes for Gal Gadot. I think Gal Gadot. As soon as she appears, it's like. Oh I've man, there she is—the first time the ever. Little, on the screen. little smirk that she gives oh. after she, and when she cuts off Doomsday's leg. Yeah, but then anyway, Superman She's comes like back. She's like the only one 
kicking his ass. Superman oh, yeah. comes back from space. Uh, and- Batman would have kicked his ass if Batman was super. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Uh, if Batman had sure. doomsday armor, he would have beaten him. Exactly. If Batman was a Greek god. In that situation, Superman couldn't do anything. Batman couldn't do anything but run and evade. And Wonder no, Woman Batman is in the whole no, best. The end. No, Batman set up the whole scenario to kill him. Batman I, solved the no, problem. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying punching. I'm saying punching. Oh. She's the only one who is landing hits on this She's guy. The well, Jared why, do you keep, why do you keep looking at me with like teary eyes, Jared? Because I'm fucking tired. Well, then you should let me speed, speed it up earlier. As Jared so shrewdly pointed out earlier, Batman is a scientist. And without him... He's the wizard. Yes, without him, Wonder Woman could not have done a damn thing. Therefore, Batman is best. The end. Batman always wins. <laughs> okay, so at this point, Superman, Superman flies back from space, and we get the shot we've all been waiting for. The holy trinity of DC Comics. They're all standing up together. We see Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and it's fucking great. We get the joke that they spoiled in the trailer. I thought she was with you. Blah, blah, blah. But the battle that happens next That is, would have been a bad joke, whether or not I we saw it guess. in the trailer. I actually didn't like that line. No? Because Batman knows who she's with. (laughs) Batman knows. Batman knew. Batman always knows. So the battle is like right out of the Justice League animated series. I mean, like Superman's like flying through the air, punching. He like right into Wonder Woman who's chopping shit off. Batman's like running around, like looking for openings, like with his with his gadgets. So fucking great. Grapnel gun. Oh, Oh, the grapple that's, gun. That's my oh, favorite. Uh, that's oh, one of my favorite shots that in the shot whole thing. Is ridiculous. Where, where he has this like, oh my god, kind of look on his face, and he just grapples <laughs> out and like, meow. Awesome. Unbelievable. Awesome. What, what that noise he makes? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, now, does Batman Duffler. have a flaw in this? Because Batman is the one that says we need, you know, kind of before this, but he says we need to get him back over there because there's something that will kill him. Yeah. How does how does he at that? Because I don't remember if I'm missing something or if it was just kind of a flaw. But how does he know that the Kryptonite is going to kill Doomsday? Because he knows he's Kryptonian. How? Because he's Batman. Moving along. <laughs> so now no, that how? Actually, Batman is how? how? Because I, he key emerged from the ship. So that it's. Logical that he's Kryptonian. No, how did he piece that together? Because he emerged from the Kryptonian ship. Jared, you saw this movie three times. But did, Is there a point but did where Batman, Batman see gets that? clued in on this? He, he says something. Batman I, I, didn't see that because Batman was flying. Hold on, let Jared answer. No, he says, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he says something to Alfred, but it, 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 it's something oh. he pieced together. Yeah, he's, he's talking to Alfred about Alfred it. Alfred fills him in on everything. Yeah, Is that's that what it. Happens? Wait, that's what happens. Explain, explain. When he gets back into the thing, he goes, what's, what's been going on? He goes, it's not good. And then he fills him in while he's in the in, in the air. And it's Alfred that figures out he's Kryptonian? Yes. How? Because he knows he's Alfred. <laughs> no, because he's been watching the whole thing. He's getting readings. He's seeing okay. the same bio readings that he sees in Superman. Uh, this, just, this might be something I just kind of don't remember well, at, the, you, at this point. But Do you think Batman at this time knew that Lex was was, was uh, responsible for Well, Jim's Amy yeah. Adams tells him yeah. that he was. So if, if, if he I knew that, Lois, I'll do, call do you Amy think Adams. that Batman probably knew he had possession of Zod? Because Bruce Wayne probably knew that. Maybe. So maybe that's like a link. Okay. Just assuming that Batman knows anyway, he does know. Anyway, he knows. He knows. anyway, oh my God. Anyway. You brought this on yourself. This isn't the podcast you wanted. This is the podcast you deserve. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at Jared getting all cr- about to cry over here, so I'm trying to wrap this up. But you keep blaming me. You said you should have let me speed it up earlier. You're the one who said, okay, we're going to no, go no, page by page. No, no, he's just saying page. that because you look weepy. I look back from Gotham in my trap. No, I'm just kidding. We're, <laughs> we're at 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. We're, we're, impeding, on his, we're impeding on his me time. <laughs> He doesn't think that's funny. I, I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna go watch this movie there. after we leave. So, um, they win the end. <laughs> so, 
So why did we have to go for a one by one plot point? No, because we actually talked about all the things. We didn't miss anything. I mean, at the end, what happens is they re- they recover the um, the spear. He stabs Doomsday, but while he, he's in the radius of the kryptonite, he gets killed by Doomsday. And then we see him die. We see a double burial scene, which I thought was very nice. There's an empty coffin in Metropolis. Oh, and, and that a, whole him coming down ma- was the whole, like, coming down from the cross sort I of loved, thing. Oh, I loved all that. I loved all yeah. that. And then there's a small, like, you know, bo- uh, uh, wooden box ceremony uh, funeral in, uh, Smallville. in Smallville. And that's when... Batman talks to Wonder Woman in plain clothes now, saying, "You know, we have to. You have to help me put find all the other people like you." And she goes, "And because we, we're gonna have to fight." She goes, "Why do you think that?" And then he, at that point, does what I assume is a flashback of him paying a visit to Lex in prison, saying, "The bell has been rung, and they know we're here. They know God is dead, and they're coming." He's coming. He's coming. Right. He says he's coming, and he's referring to, of course, Dark Side. Right. And then as we... Are we going to ignore the deleted scene, by the way, that's making the rounds on the internet? Oh, go. I haven't seen that. So there's a deleted scene now that is showing Lex Luthor getting arrested by SWAT Yeah. in, in the Kryptonian ship. And it's basically Lex with three mother boxes mm-hmm. in front of a... What could be a number of things. I think the most prevalent theory that I read was that it's Yuga Khan, and I don't agree with that. I think it's more like one of Darkseid's generals. Right. Um, but the point is, he's very clearly communicating with some herald of Darkseid. But if with you three mother boxes, if you watch that, if you watch that clip, there, it's he's not communicating with anybody. The 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 things that he's watching, those three mother boxes and that figure, um, is being shown in the same um, pinny kind of uh, yeah, Kryptonian uh, crypt- projector. Yeah, exactly. The way the thing that you know <laughs> the that, desk thing. <laughs> no, yeah, the thing that that people used to sell. Oh, that sell makes sense. So he's actually learning about. He's watching. He's. I he's learning seen about this. it. He yeah, he's watching a, uh, like a video of it, sort of. I haven't seen this mm. uh, deleted scene. You got to watch that. Watch it after. I didn't even know it existed. So at, at the end of the funeral, everybody's sort of sad because Superman's dead, and Lois throws the or is he a piece of dirt on uh, a no. clump of dirt on the coffin, and then at did. the last like ten frames of the movie, we see this dirt levitate. So Superman's gonna come back. They the nailed. End. They nailed that. <laughs> by the way, I you know, I was so happy that they split the funerals. Number one, and I and I was you know they they when they first were doing Superman's procession, you know they had it covered. I was like, oh man, they are not gonna show the casket. Like I guess they're not doing the black casket with the silver symbol on right. it. And then boom, it revealed. I'm like, oh, there it is. Right I was from so the happy. Books. So happy. And so, listen, it wasn't funeral for a friend, man. By any means, but it was great. We just took no, everybody not even through right from the books, right from the the. Rapping that the death of Superman right. came in, yeah. which, which we all probably have a copy of. I have ten. Yeah, we all have two: one to read and one to keep. <laughs> no, no, I had three: one to read and two to keep. Yeah, those are worth nothing because <laughs> we all have them. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, after this. Movie. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Uh, we've taken you through the whole thing. And I'm glad we did because we got to really pick it apart and talk about everything. We really didn't miss anything. We were pretty thorough. Um, brief closing thought, Ray. Brief closing thought is pretty much the same as my first opening thought. <laughs> this movie uh, was as close to as, I mean, maybe not perfection, but as close to what I expected it. It has its flaws, but some even the flaws are actually kind of cool. Some of the flaws may be explained in further movies, which would be kind of cool. Yes. Um, what would you say to someone who uh, read the review and is, doesn't want to see it now? Listen to this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. You know, you said we don't have to see the movie. If you, you know, you said, for people, yeah. you said for people not to listen to it if they didn't want spoilers. Yeah. But and and that's the truth. Like if you don't want spoilers, then you shouldn't listen to it. And if you've listened to this, long, too but if you already. care enough to not want spoilers, that means you're gonna go see it. But anyway. if you don't, if you don't really care about spoilers, or if you've already made your decision that you don't want to see it because of 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 these bad reviews, and they should listen to this podcast because everybody here has read these books and knows these characters and what they should be. And and, and it, I think that everybody nailed the spot. Everybody here gave, gave a complaint. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody here gave a complaint. Adam, go. Regardless of, of what I think of Superman or Amy Adams or, or whatever about this movie, I will be forever grateful to Zack Snyder for introducing me to Ben Affleck as Batman and giving me what I firmly believe is the best version of this character outside of comic books here, here. that I've ever seen. That was beautifully said. Jared. I liked what you said before when we saw it before everybody else did, which is don't be worried about the stuff you're worried about. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I still believe. And if you're not, if this movie or any movie, if you're responding to a review going like, oh, everybody said it was bad. It's like, if you want to go see it, go see it. Mm-hmm. And I think you should see it because it's not, people are like, well, it's doing poorly. So they're not going to make a Justice League. No, this is going to be It's not doing poorly. It's, and it's and the also, second biggest Warner Brothers movie of all time yeah. they already. Will, they will what make the a biggest? Justice League movie. Uh, Deathly Hallows too. Oh, but that's Harry Potter. You can't touch that. Philip. <laughs> all right, Anne-Marie. No, Philip. Phil. <laughs> no, 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 it's just fine. It's good. No, Philip. What? what? Closing thought. Closing thought is I absolutely love this movie. I This movie actually made Man of, Man of Steel better for me. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. That's like, a good really call. Like, it made Man of Steel was great, but this movie made it way better. And I, I just hope this keeps like every movie that comes out makes the previous movies better. I love that. It, it, it makes the whole yeah, thing, makes, the whole every saga. Every movie makes it. Be- I hope it makes it better and better and better. I don't know. I'm I with said, that. I yeah. said smaller parts of a bigger Man puzzle. Steel, but that's a better way to say it, man. That's good. Amory, go. I really like this movie, um, with the obvious exception of Lois Lane. I think all the characters were cast perfectly. Um, they are my favorite live-action iterations of, of these characters, and I can't wait to see where it goes from here because they set some really cool groundwork. Absolutely. Um, for me, like I said, I if you're... All right, as a comic book fan, as a lifelong Batman fan, and, and, and as a Superman fan as well, and Wonder Woman, this is what we want. This is it. Like, all the critics say, this is crap. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. This is what I want. This is how I wanted the movie to be. So if this is not critically sound and you don't like it, then you know what? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about in terms of film. But you know what? In terms of a comic book movie and, and of the characters I care about the most from my, my favorite comic books, this is exactly what it's supposed to be. Like, if you don't like Ben Affleck as Batman, you don't like Batman. I'm sorry to tell you because that motherfucker's Batman. He did it. That woman's Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They all. Did, I mean, they they riffed on like you said, Lois Lane. They they riffed on Lex Luthor. And okay, you, you you know you don't have to be so beholden to it. But like in terms of Batman, that is fucking Batman. And no one's gotten that close ever, except in live action. So Just one little thing, like you're you're talking about, you know, being critically sound and and all that other stuff. Like we haven't even talked about it as as a movie in general. Like regardless of if we know the lore, I actually, the, besides the pacing issues, 
I liked that they had all these different elements. They had a huge action payoff. They had really good character development. And they had... They beautiful had cinematography. Beautiful, beautiful, stunning cinematography, almost to a fault. Mm-hmm. I can't actually fault. see this as a movie, though. I can't separate this from the lore, from the... Oh, yeah. The, 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 the cherished memories that I have of no, all but the I like characters. No, but it's like hard that. to do that. It it's was ha- live panels the whole time, it but felt like. trying to... No, but you, you kind of have to, because maybe you, you got to understand like where these guys are coming from. But I think and this goes back to what I said earlier, how? that... There How are, are they even saying that? Because it's actually a sound movie. It's it, got good intrigue. It's got it's got everything. But there are, again, there are two types of people. There are people and there are critics. Yeah. And they're looking at this as in a way that I don't think any of us ever could. We can never pull ourselves out of this world so much. I, I think that all we the, the worst we could ever say about a Batman versus Superman movie. And this doesn't mean that our opinions are here are you know sort of worthless, but I think the worst that any of us could ever say about it is that they weren't true to who these characters were. I can't say that about other than Lois Lane and partially Superman, but and partially Superman, but we the the these portrayals were these characters, and you know regardless of my my issues with Eisenberg as Luther, he was still a great villain and. We've said enough about Batman. Superman, for the most part, is Superman. Mm-hmm. I can't separate that from. I, I don't. I'm not watching a movie here. This right? was I'm, a love letter to us. I am watching my fantasy come true. I am watching Batman fight fucking Superman on the big screen, and it kicks ass. And it was unbelievable. So, in closing, thank you very much, Zack Snyder, for delivering us a live-action wet dream just the way we wanted it. Uh, we can't wait to see what you're going to do in the next few movies. I believe uh, we gave it five erections. Yes, because we got five erections. Critics uh, give it five out of five erections. I'm super stoked for uh, Suicide Squad. I'm super stoked for Wonder Woman. I'm, I can't wait to see the Justice League. I think for all the people hate all the haters, anybody who had like problems with this, I feel like in the Justice League the tone's going to be a lot different because everything's established and they're going to be a little more chummy by then. So, that's all I'm going to say. All right, uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. <laughs> thank you. I'm Richie Castellano, my co-host Jarrett Pressman who clearly wants to get the fuck out of here. Thank you, Jarrett. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked longer than the movie. Yes, we did. Uh, my wife Amory Castellano. Yo. My Bye. cousin. Oh. Sorry. And on July 16th, we'll be doing a commentary <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> My cousin, Phil Buddy Castellano. So, and our two special guest uh, panelists here uh, on Team Superman, fucking Ray Magnuski. Hey. Yeah. Woo! And on Team Batman's opinionated Adam Hecht. Thank Woo! you. And if you'd like to pre-order the Batman v Superman Blu-ray, use the Amazon link at the top of the Band Geek page. <laughs> Just go to ridecast.com slash bandgeek. On the top of the page, there's an Amazon banner. Click on that. It'll take you to the Amazon page. Then put Batman v Superman in your cart. Put six copies, seven copies. I'm buying a Your bat armor? Yes, your bat armor, your rock'em sock'em Batman v Superman robots. Your Batmobile? Uh, you know, Gal Gadot's uh, underwear. And, um, <laughs> and it just got creepy. Uh, and that's where we want to be. <laughs> yep. Just this side of creepy. Mission well, accomplished, Muff. Somebody oh, yeah. Did we, we didn't talk about the upskirt shot when Wonder Woman was on the ground. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>